the volume. Can you believe we're this deep into the NFL season? We got to make every second count. With DraftKings Sportsbook, you can make the most out of every game day. Bet on your favorite teams for a shot at winning big bucks. New customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting five on any matchup. Get in on the action with DraftKings Sportsbook, an official sports betting partner of the NFL. Download the app now. Use code SHANNON. New customers can score 150 instantly in bonus bets for betting just five bucks on the NFL. Only on DraftKings Sportsbook with code SHANNON. The crown is yours. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. In New York, call 877-8-HOPE-NY or text HOPE-NY to 467-369. In West Virginia, visit www.1800gambler.net. Please play responsibly. In Connecticut, help is available for problem gambling. Call 888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org. On behalf of Boot Hill Casino and Resort in Kansas, must be 21 or older in most eligible states, but age varies by jurisdiction. See DraftKings.com sportsbook for details and state-specific responsible gambling resources. Eligibility and deposit restrictions apply. Bonus bets expire 168 hours after issuance. Terms at sportsbook.draftkings.com slash basketball terms. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball, from growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you again for joining us for another episode of Nightcap Basketball Edition. I'm your favorite sports unk, Shannon Sharp. He's your favorite number zero, Hibachi. The man once played an NBA game in some Dolce and Gabbana. Yes, he did. Dolce and Gabbana, some lifestyle, activewear, outerwear sneakers. He did that. Gilbert Arenas. Gil, how you doing tonight, bro? I'm good. Thank you for having me. Man, thank you for joining us. You know, we're going to get into this a little later, but you and I have been trying to put something together for quite a while behind the scenes. We were Both of our teams were working tirelessly trying to get this thing 
together because we want to show people, look, Gil has this thing going and it's doing great. I've got my thing with Ocho and Club Shay Shay um, doing great. But we want to show people that we can work together because a lot of people see all oh, because they're going back and forth on, on YouTube and on Twitter and this and that one. Nah, Gil's like, hey, bro, what you want to do? You want to do something? Let's put some, let's find something we can do together. And so here we are. Hopefully, this is a sign of many more things to come. But let's jump right into it. The Bucks beat the Pacers 140, 126. Giannis has a, a career high 64 points, breaks the franchise record that was held by Michael Red 57 points. Mm-hmm. He was 20 or 28 from the field, mm-hmm. 14 rebounds, and four steals. Before we get into his game, the game was kind of got overshadowed because it looked like the Pacers was holding the game ball for ransom. What would you take away? But what, what transpired after the game, Gil, before we get into what transpired during the game? Hey, that's history right there. 64 point. I would have stole that shit too. <laughs> hey, I would have stole it too. Then when he came back and said, hey, bro, can you sign this? Hopefully he forgot about it. Hey, but, you know, just like anything, that game ball is, is, is special to, you know, to the people who did it. I had to do the same thing. When I hit 60 against the Lakers, I had to go find You had to chase it down? Yeah. They were trying to keep it because that's a game ball for them to play the next, Another game. The next game is probably one of their favorites. So when someone does something special with it, they still want it. Yeah, that game ball is only special to you. It's not special to the Lakers, so they're going to they try it back out there again. But if you look after the game, Gil, the Bucs got the Bucks. a coach, assistant coach, had the ball. Mm-hmm. I'm trying to figure out how did the uh, Pacer guy end up with the ball? Hey, give us the ball. It's, it's just one of those things because it's part of their organization. So. Okay. They they're they're trying to collect all the balls that you know that they have out today because you know like anything you'll see like X's on the ball means right like it has three X's that's the game game ball okay so, um they're trying to just collect the ball and Giannis like whoa 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 nah that's me right there and he was basically telling Lord Pierce and Ty, uh, uh, Tyrese Halliburton go get that effing ball you go Tyrese like bro what I ain't got to do what I'm over here talking with Dave I'm over here I don't want no beef. I don't want no beef. He's exactly. like, go get the ball. Giannis was hot. He was even hot in the uh, uh, after the game, the interview. He was still seething because he felt that the Pacers were trying to take a part of history. And you're absolutely right. 64 points. I don't care who it's again. 64, 64. And you look at some of the greats. Jabbar played in that uniform. And he, he got 64. And so obviously he wants the game ball. Let's get into the game. Giannis, 20 of 28, 14 rebounds, four steals. I think he was like 24, 32 from the foul line, Gil. Yeah. Oof. When when you watch the Bucks and you see Dame, and it's only, what, 20 games into the season. When you watch them, what do you like and where can they improve? Um, the two players that we do see and we expected to play well, they're playing very well. Um, Dame, out of the last 21 games or just the 21 games this year, he scored 20 points in over 16 of those games. Okay. Giannis, 19 out of the 23 games. They're playing very well, right? right. Their third option, Middleton, ain't doing very well. Right. The, the right. guy that's supposed to be the steady, um, that steady third option for him. It's like when Drew got traded, he got traded. That's what it feels like. His Half of him is in Boston probably. Okay. And well, I, he's only scored one 20-point game in, his, in the whole season so far. 
how much you think that is is health related? You know, he had that surgery on his knee. I uh, think he had surgery on his wrist or so, uh, uh, another extremity also. So how much do you think that is just age and attrition or how much is that you think is related to the knee surgery that he had? No, I mean, no, the, the, the health is a, a big thing. You know, that's that that is probably one of the bigger problems uh, with him personally. Um, but at the end of the day, you know, when you're trying to, you know, Competing for the championship, right? <laughs> you know that that injury is hindering you know the movement of this team, right? Right. The team can only do so much. Yannick can only do so much. We need the other parts that's going to go against the Boston's and the Phillies. I don't. I've watched the Bucks for like four games. I've watched them four games. I was at the game in which the Lakers won the, uh, the end season tournament on Saturday, and my takeaway is that they don't play a lick of defense. Mm-hmm. They're looking to push the tempo, make or miss. If they if you miss it, they're looking to get the ball off the rim and push it up the court. If you make it, they'll take it out the net and still and still push it up the court. Because I watched the Lakers get 86 points in the paint. Mm-hmm. And LeBron missed like three or four layups. AD, they could have had easily 100, 106 points in the paint. It's hard when you have that kind of offensive rating, but you're dead last across the board in defensive rating. When you when you watch the Pacers, what's your takeaway? Because maybe maybe I'm missing something, but I don't think they can compete. I don't think they're very serious contenders with that type of defense. No, no. Right now, you know, the Pacers is a fun team, right? They're yeah. very fun, up and down team. They're young. They don't have defensive concepts, right? They have miles back there, but he can only do so much by himself. Right. Um, but for the structure of the team itself, they don't have enough pieces that's willing to do the extra. Like when it comes to being a defensive team. Yes. It's don't let them score on the first opportunity. Like, okay. you know what I mean, give give no no blow buys. Like, right. Turn a little bit so that right. help can help. Right. Yes. But, you know, yeah. they're one of those teams where you just you can just straight line the whole team. Yeah, they don't even make you kick the ball out. You just drive to the ball, drive to the basket and just lay the ball up. Because like you said, you got Miles Turner, you got Mathburn that plays a little defense. Mm-hmm. Buddy Hill's not playing defense. Tyrese is not a defensive guy. McConnell, he's a scrappy guy, but he's only like 5'10", so he can only do so much. Mm-hmm. So they don't have enough pieces. I agree with you. They need more pieces in order to pay, play defense. But like you said, they are a fun team. They're the type of team that you like, oh, yeah. We're going to score 130. We might get up 136, but hey, but you're going to get your money's worth. It's not going to be, it's not going to be one of those uh 96 to 90 type ball games. That's over for them. No, no, they can't. They 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 don't even have the patience to play 96 <laughs> to 98. Right. It's just one of it's 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 Phoenix Suns all over again with a, a, yes. a faster tempo. Right. Um, those are the teams you score 64 on. Right. right. They're going to play yeah. possessions in the game that everyone's going to be able to eat. Right. And the Pacers are first in points per game, averaging 128.5. They're second worst in opponents' points per game, giving up about 125 uh game. So they're fun to watch, but I just don't know how far they can go. Um, I don't think that now they did beat the uh Celtics in order to advance mm-hmm. to go to uh, uh Vegas. Um, but I don't believe they can beat Boston in a in a four-game series. I don't believe they can beat the Bucks in a four-game series. I definitely don't think they can beat if if uh, uh, Giannis got 64, Joel and B going to get 70. They, they ain't got nobody to do it with that locomotive. He going to get 70, Gil. You know, the, the, the bad part, too, about even on the Bucks side, right? You have two first-team all-defensive players back there, and y'all are struggling on defense, which is weird. They are. 
Yeah. I mean, and I've always questioned the, the metrics of defense. How do you gauge it? Because some of these guys aren't real defensive players, but right. they're winning these awards. And this is a prime example. You lose one defensive guy. You still have two first-team all defense. Still got, yeah. can't stop anybody. Yeah. Right? And, 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 yeah. and that's the funny thing about teams where – no matter how many defensive players you have individually, if they, if they don't know how to play together, they become a bad defensive team. Yeah. Gail, I look at it like this. And what I tell people in football, if you're good offensively or you're good defensively, if you're a good offensive team and you say you're a good offensive team or a great offensive team, can you go get points? Can you go get done when you need to get it done? Mm -hmm. Okay, in basketball, if you're a defensive team, can you get a stop when you need it? Yep. Because if you can't, it doesn't tell... All these great defensive stats that we're number one in steals, we're number one in block shots, and yada, yada, yada. But if you can't get a stop when you absolutely have to have a stop, what good is all those stats doing you? No, that's 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 facts right there. Right? That, the, the last five minutes, the last two minutes really dictate, you know, the outcome of the game. You know, in basketball, we, we, we tell ourselves, right, make enough plays to win at the end of the game. Right. You know, so the stars can take over. Okay, the Nets beat the Suns 116-112, to 112, spoiling the Suns' big three debut. Devin Booker, 34 points, six rebounds, 12 assists. Kevin Durant, 27 points, six rebounds, four assists. Bradley Beal, 15 points on six of nine shooting, two or two from three. The, big, uh, the Suns' big three, 0-1 is a trio. What were some of your takeaways from that ball game? How much space? You know, e even though they lost this game, right, how much space was was... Booker open, uh, Beal open. There was a, there was a drive. I think it was like in the, there was like sixty seven, sixty eight, and uh, Booker came off the pick and roll, and Beal's just sitting at the top to keep by himself. And I'm like, man, that's too much space for a guy like that. And right. all three of them healthy now, playing, they're going to be trouble. You know, come down the line. But again, Gil, who are they going to stop? Huh? You got to be able to get, who, who are they going to stop? You got to be able to, remember that we just said, can you get a stop when you absolutely have to have a stop? Mm -hmm. Who's going to be able to sit down in that chair? Because Nurkic is not a defender. Uh, Bill, Book, KD, who you got is going to, I mean, what you going to do? What you going to do, Gil? You know, so funny, at this point, man, when you're talking about real defense, right, without any lockdown defenders, what's the concepts? Right? Are we pushing right. them weak hand? Are we pushing them, keeping them on the baseline, keep them on the sideline? As long as you're playing by principle, right? Okay. Keep the man in front of you, right? But the, the, it's hard to play defense in today's game when everyone can shoot the ball. Yes. Yes. <laughs> and there's so much space. There's so much space on the floor. Mm -hmm. Even the bigs, you used to condense the floor because your bigs couldn't stretch it. Mm -hmm. They couldn't shoot the basketball. But with the exception of maybe five bigs in all of basketball, everybody can shoot the three. And hell, even the guys that can't shoot will drag jack it up on hey, will jack it up. It up. <laughs> <laughs> and, and and that's the thing, is that when you look at but I Bradley Beal only nine attempts. He used to getting at least 15 to 20 attempts. Now, this first game, huh? This first game, he, okay. he's trying to get a feel in. He's just trying to okay. get his feel in. And, you know, you're trying to, like, ease in. You ain't trying to really do too much. So, um, I know just what he did, he going to catch cramps tonight. Right. You like, so you, you like, you think they can go, they can make a deep run? You think they're serious, serious contenders? Yes. Um, it, it, 
in the playoffs, it's all about matchups. So yes, know, if, they're, if they're clicking and they get the right matchups, you know, in those first couple rounds, then they could, they they could, you know, go to the Western Conference Final, maybe the championship, especially if everyone stays healthy. Okay. You like them. The Lakers survived San Antonio winning 122-119. The Lakers gave up 45 points in the fourth quarter. Uh, they gave up 34 points last night, and the Mavs lost in the fourth quarter. AD was dominant again, 37 points, 10 rebounds, four steals. Uh, Torian Prince, 17 points, five rebounds, five assists. Uh, Kobe of the Ozarks, Austin Reeves, 15 points, eight assists, four rebounds. Rui was 13-7. and seven. What did you like about the Lakers? Not a except day. except except Not. that fourth quarter. <laughs> Nothing. Because <laughs> that fourth quarter showed us exactly why we need LeBron, right? right. And why we need to make a trade, right? It, it, you just we don't have really enough players. We have we have a team, right? We have pieces, but we right. don't have nothing we can hold our hat on. Like we're we're we're, we're playing the Spurs. Yeah. Our road team, our road record is horrible, four and eight. Right, we're five seven, and eight now. Five and eight, yeah, five, yeah. five and eight now. Um, we just like we need to go ahead, no matter who we play. I think the next ten games we got what Spurs, Knicks, Bulls, Heat, Grizz, Clippers, Raptors, Suns, Jazz, Thunder. We should go eight and two. We should, right? right. And we still need to make a trade. But okay, what? Okay, this is what we know: AD and LeBron are untouchables. Mm-hmm. I believe I believe they list Austin Reeves as an untouchable. That's cool. I believe they believe him as an untouchable. But all other uh Rui, D Lo. So what 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 do they need? What exactly do they need another shoot, another score? Do they need another ball handler? What do they need? We 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 need another score. We need someone to take the pressure off. See, right now we're playing for the most part two on five. Right. Where that means 10 guys are really paying attention to two players, which shrinks the floor. Um, when you have D'Lo, who's not shooting, when D'Lo's shooting, is good. But when right. he's taking like nine shots a game, that's bad because um, Prince and Reddish, they're doing the same thing. But right. two of them, they might take 10 shots. Right. Prince played well later in the game. But for the most part, both of you guys are there for defense. I, I don't need that. I need someone to take the pressure off offensively for LeBron and AD. So the trade could happen. Prince, Rui, D'Lo, that's 39 million. Zach Levine's at 40. Swap them. But it's from what I've been reading, and I don't know if you're hearing the same things in, in the circles that you travel in, they seem to be more interested in DeMar DeRozan and maybe a Caruso than, say, Zach Levine. Okay, when you bring in DeMar, DeMar is a better fourth-quarter player, better gamer, better right now, today. Right. Zach Levine is a future with AD. When LeBron goes, you know, he's only... That's a future with AD. He is a highlight reel, so he can put people in them seats on that fast break. Right. right? Um, you know, DeMar at 32, 33 years old, I, you know, I need something where I'm, I'm looking at the deal. I think the Lakers, like, we're trying to win right now. We're not worried about when LeBron's gone. We'll, mm-hmm. wor- we'll, we'll worry about getting somebody to pair with AD. But right now, we got a 38-year-old, about to be a 39-year-old LeBron James, who's still at the peak of his powers. Mm-hmm. Let's get someone right now, and we'll cross the bridge a little later. But right now, 
let's head, let's start on our march across the bridge. Well, then, then, then you shrink the floor a little bit more because, um, because the Rosen is more of a mid-range attack, Correct. right? Mm-hmm. So um, he can shoot the three, but he doesn't shoot the three. Right? No, um, no, that's not his. Yeah, he's my he's my finisher. Damn if you do, damn if you don't. Right. right? You know, I like Zavine, Levine because he can. Uh, Attack the rim. He can shoot the three. Attack the rim. He got his lob. So you you don't lose. You don't lose with it. But if I had more shooting, I'll take I'll take um, Demar. But since I don't, I want to take Zach Levine so he can open the floor more for LeBron and AD. What what did, what did, what did they say about you going to? Because they believe last year what really hurt them is that the lack of depth. And right now they have a very deep team. Now you believe that they okay? I will trade some of that depth in order to get a better piece to put with LeBron in AD. <laughs> Did you say that? <laughs> Where? <laughs> hey, just well, I, I don't want to bench on me. You can use them. <laughs> well, I, I, I think they're looking at defenders. They're looking at Vando. They're looking at Terry and Prince. They're looking at uh, Cam Reddish as your mainly defenders. Mm-hmm. Now, Cam has shown a propensity, and lately he's knocked down the corner three. He's really good at the corner three. Prince has gone through a hot streak over the last three to four games. He seemingly can't miss from the three. Um, but if you give up those three players, you are going to shrink your bench some. And although we know come playoff time, you shrink your bench automatically anyway. So we're not worried about that come playoff time. But you don't want to burn through LeBron's minutes and his legs uh, playing him a ton of minutes before you get to the playoffs, correct? No, no, yeah, facts. It's that's That's the real problem right now is, you know, just like tonight's game, right? You know, you're, you're up 20, up 18 in the fourth, and a sorry team comes back, right? Because you don't have the debt that you think you have. Yeah, they're good when LeBron's on the floor, but they're not good by themselves. I mean, right. the fact that they didn't shoot for the no one else shot free throws until the end of the game. Right. When, when Prince got fouled. Yes. Fouling at the end. Other than that, that means... For 47 minutes, no one attacked that basket to get fouled. How? Right. That's not even well, possible. The only, if you really look at it, the only two people that's really capable of attacking the basket is D'Lo and Austin Reeves. Mm-hmm. Once LeBron is out, those are really your only two guys that's looking to put the ball on the floor, put their head down and can get to the rim, finish on either side. Now, obviously, they don't have the layup package like a Kyrie or a Steph Curry or Luke or something like that, but they will attack the basket. We know LeBron is looking to attack at every time. But what I did like about AD, AD kept pressure on him. AD is not settling. You know, last year, AD was shooting that fall away. He falling away. Nah, AD, get your big old butt down there on the block. I'm not, you know, you're not Joel Embiid, but get down there and punish them smaller guys. I like the fact that they... I understand you're a shot blocker, Wembley, but you ain't ready for this. You you got you need about four five more years on you get seasoned because you're not right now. I gotta give it to AD because he's doing what he's supposed to do against weaker. Hey, take this yes. right. That's what we've been complaining about when you have right. players on you. Yes, punish them. Stats. <laughs> yes, that's that's what they for. Hey, that's what they in the game for. Yes, in the game to get this whooping to make right. better players later on in life. Correct. Yes, and and I think that since AD is playing the way we expected him for the last three years to play, we can lay off him a little bit and look at the rest of our our lineup. I think because we paid attention so much to to, to Anthony Davis that we really haven't been watching what we've been collecting over the years. 
I think the biggest thing is, is that is that we expect so much of him. Mm-hmm. And we saw what he was given because when they traded for him before the Pelicans and he, you know, they fell out with each other, AD was averaging like 29 and 12. Oh, yeah. So we know what he's capable of doing. We saw the man get a 60-20 game. Yeah. So we know what he's capable of. Nobody just cared because he's in New Orleans. Mm-hmm. But when you come to the big stage of the purple and gold, and that's the home of the big man, Mikan and Chamberlain and Jabbar and Shaq, Bro, you got you you got to play on a nightly. But there are no night off nights when you play for the Lakers. Any other team, you might can have an off night, but not the purple and gold. Yeah, I, I, if Giannis wasn't playing, if Giannis, Jokic, and and Embiid, if they wasn't balling, getting the MVPs. I think we wouldn't be on Anthony Davis so much. I think it's an American thing right now. <laughs> but Gil, do you remember? What AD did to Jokic in the bubble? I know. Did you remember what he went down to, uh, uh, at the, that uh, playoff uh, uh, right before, and what he did to uh, uh, Giannis, and what he did to Embiid? I know. Those are the expectations that we, you can't give us forty and sixteen one night and give us eleven and eight the next year. We just can't have that. I'm not saying give us forty twenty back to back nights. But you can't give us 40 and 16 one night and 11 and 8 the next week. Yeah, hey, them young boys, listen, you giving them young boys that headache and they growing up now. Now they want that smoke back. <laughs> they want that smoke back. And that's that's the problem with AD. Like, hey, you kill, a, you kill them when they're young. When they get old enough to defend themselves, they want that smoke back. That's all. Oh, oh yeah, I got to get my lick back. <laughs> oh, I got to get that back. Oh, yo, yo, no, no, no. You're not going to drop 40 and 10, 40 and 15 on me and think I ain't going to get my lick back. Thanks. Uh, someone named Chad Johnson just donated two hundred dollars, saying, "I love you guys." Ocho, Ocho, hey, hey, man, stop running around. Hey, hey, stop running around telling everybody you beat me. We we know, so we supposed to keep that. On, yeah. supposed to keep that on the low. Ocho. Nah, nah, they call him tell it for a reason. Because if he do it, he gonna tell it. <laughs> hey, hey, oh, he was fast. Hey, oh, I didn't know he was that fast. I mean, hey, oh, he fast now. I got. I ain't gonna lie. I got that work by some football players. I'm not going to lie, like, because I wasn't expecting them to do what they can do, right? Yeah, um, and, they're, and they're a lot stronger than the average basketball player. Hey, poor, hey was it Porter? Porter the uh, wide receiver from uh, Oakland. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Jay Porter. Yeah, Jay Porter. Man. He, oh, yeah. he, hey, he dropped step, monkey dunked on me like I was a little kid, man. <laughs> like, <laughs> I was like, oh, man, who, who is dude, man? <laughs> yeah, we was playing like some little all-star game, and he dropped step, just boom. Like, oh, wow. No, no. Hey, no. <laughs> I'm not taking this shit from these crap. No. Jake, this, uh, Wimby said before the game, he prefers Braun's nickname of alien over unicorn. He said, I hate, I hate it. When people call me a unicorn, I must rather people call me an alien. Unicorn really isn't original. What did you What did you take away? What did you like about Wimby? What What did you you saw like because he was going against one of the better players and AD can score and he can defend and he gave him thirty and what thirty and 13, 30 and twelve. Not hey hey he's coming like he's tapping into his ability he's tapping into what his gift is and you know once you get through the NBA games and you realize what you see on TV ain't all Superman right, right. everybody ain't Superman from your TV everybody look good on TV <laughs> yeah you up close you start seeing their weaknesses and you start feeling feeling the game for yourself like I belong 
Yeah, like it, it, all it takes is one game, one moment for it to click on and say, "Yo, I'm a part." I, I can't. I can't play here. Ocho said he can play for the Heat right now. They got a G League. They got a G League. No, no, no. Uh, 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 uh. Have you seen the talent over in Miami, man? <laughs> they that bad? Hell yeah, they that bad. That's a YMCA team. <laughs> hey, we all can play for them. Ocho, Ocho haven't dribbled a basketball in probably 10 years. Hey. You, and you know about any Ocho, and what I try to tell people, it's hard. No, what, no matter what profession you're in, especially if it's a skill pro- profession where you're using your hands-eye coordination, you just can't sit that down and say, oh, yeah, I'm going to sit this down for three or four years and just come back and pick it up and pick up where you left off. Nah, 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 you can't do that. But <laughs> the players they got over there, man. Hey, hey, Ocho, you got a chance with the players over there. They're just going to be in well, good condition, right? You're going to have to put the McDonald's down a little bit. Yeah, uh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> the NBA is suspending Draymond Green indefinitely. Joe Dumars, the NBA executive vice president and head of basketball operations, said Dre repeated history of unsportsmanlike unsportsmanlike acts was considered in the decision to suspend him indefinitely. This is the sixth time in his career he's been suspended. Draymond is expected to receive counseling and work with the Warriors in NBA while suspended. He has met the criteria. He has to meet criteria before returning to the court. But Chris Haynes report that Draymond will be allowed to continue practicing while serving his suspension. Well, damn, what kind of... <laughs> Hold up. So you mean to tell me I can commit a crime and I can continue to work, continue to go do what I do, and then, you know, and not go to jail? I mean, what 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 is this? So so basically, <laughs> he ain't suspended, suspended, right? Right. <laughs> right. I'm off. He's just, he just, he just taking some time off. Hey, this is, uh, was it uh, load management? This is load management. Load management? This is load management. But he's just not getting paid, huh? Hey, man, listen. I don't, hey, that be tricky. It depends on who's suspending them. Well, I think the league's suspending him. But Dre, but Dre got to stop this. Uh, 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 he got to stop this. I mean, come on now. I, I get it. But my my one of my problems is why is the Warriors involved? Because it's you that's allowed this to go on. I would have thought after Dre got suspended in 2016 for game, forget what game was that? Game five. Game five. He said, I cost my team a championship. Mm-hmm. I can't put myself and my team in that predicament again. Mm-hmm. And lo and behold, he constantly does it. So I'm just trying to figure out where is the disconnect. Between Draymond, and I get it, you know, he's he's the heartbeat, he's the enforcer, but he's going over the line continuously. You're right. Listen, you can't turn it off. That's the problem. You have to be able to take the good with the bad. No No different than Dennis Rodman. You turn off what you don't like, might turn off what you do like, right? So with Draymond, he's reacting in real time, right? When you look at the things he's doing, it's 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 not like you can see it building up. There's no build up to this. This is just reaction in real time and then boom, explode. So right. what's up happening is if you take away and you start making him think, you might lose the heartbeat. Okay. That that's the only problem. I I I like I like aggression, but I love cro- controlled aggression. Mm-hmm. Because right now it's uncontrollable. He's a ticking time bomb. Mm-hmm. So you know everybody got the dog that you know when somebody come in he's he like 
He's growling and everything. And it's all fun and game until he bites someone. And then all of a sudden, it's not funny anymore. It's not cute anymore. And that's what's happening with Draymond. He, He go up to the line. You can even look over, but you can't step over. At what point in time? Because you know what? They're going to tolerate till they can replace you. Mm-hmm. At some point in time, they're going to break this thing up. And we're going to talk about Clay a little later. Because right now, the only one that's, that's, that's worth being there is kind of is Steph. Ain't no kind of. It is Steph. But Draymond, he continuously put, and, and I could see if he had done this and they got KD, they still got enough to overcome it. Mm-hmm. But in this situation, this is not the Golden State Warriors of 2015, 16, 17, 18, 19, they can't overcome this. When you, if they, if they were 17 and three, we wouldn't even care. But the fact that they, they struggling. Would he, would he have done this at 17 and three? Because oh, no, he, maybe. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he going to do this no matter what. It, it's, it's who he is. It's who he's always been, right? So. Right. He, the ticking time bomb is ticking all the time. And that's what makes him great. The reason I can't, like, if I'm talking to him, I can't tell him, I can't convince him to say, hey, man, you're going to have to calm it down. When I got in trouble in the locker room and I told myself, don't be Agent Zero no more. Because Agent Zero himself was a daredevil. Right. Unk, I was, hey, Unk, you, hey, you said, <laughs> hey, I'm about to jump off the building. I see you make it. Here I come. You next that was fun, right? Right. <laughs> that was fun. I, I, you you could you can dare me to do anything, right? But that's what got me in trouble. So if I don't want that person anymore, I got to take away my whole aggression. So then I became docile. Now I'm not I'm not the same person anymore. So when Lakers are like, yeah, we need Agent Zero, he's no longer here. You, you don't could be happen with the leader. Wow. Yeah, but but let me ask you a question. How long, how much longer are the Warriors going to tolerate this? Because it seems to me they're at their wits end. Because he's become, he's becoming more problem than he's worth. Mm-hmm. If I'm winning championships, I'm making deep playoff runs. Oh, yeah, yeah. It, it all depends on where you're trying to go moving forward. If you're trying to break this thing up, you got to go. If you're if you're trying to build like, okay, within the next three years, we're trying to get back to the championship. You got to keep them right. Trade Clay, get rid of Wiggins, try to get into Paul George and try to make a trade to put Steph back in position to win. Then you need Draymond. But if you're going to break this whole thing up, Draymond got to go first. This thing like a marriage, uh, 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 Gil, you know, you see a lot of professional athletes get a divorce once they're done with that. Because all of a sudden, them farts smell it. They don't, they, they, hey, you ain't making sell me $10 million. They, they're a little stinkier now. I ain't got to put up with this. You hanging out with your boys. I can tolerate that when you bring it home $20 million. Now you ain't bringing home $20 million. I can't tolerate it as much as I once could. So I need we need to go our separate ways. Well, Draymond, we can tolerate this when you help us win four championships in six years. Mm-hmm. And we were the preeminent team in the NBA. Now, all of a sudden, we've kind of fallen on hard times, Draymond. Uh, I don't know if I can tolerate it like I once could. 
They they like they like they like a marriage when uh when, when your career is over with. <laughs> yeah, hey, I was we've all seen it. We've yeah. all seen it. Hey, <laughs> hey man, hey bro, you married? You need to go home, man. She cool with it, man. She cool, you know. Hey, now all of a sudden you ain't you ain't making that money no more. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden you not in the limelight no more, and you come home. Where the hell you been? Well, man, hey. Just a year ago, I was out with the boys. It wasn't the problem. Well, uh-huh. there's an effing problem now. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. You want me to be docile? You better get back in the league. Other than that, you better be normal. The, the 30 women you had before better go down to this just me. Right? And that's, right. that's just how it is. And well, they said that. Someone said that the... <clears throat> Uh, I don't. I forgot who said it. Said the uh, referees are eavesdropping on their conversation, mm-hmm. but I think the refs are trying to keep it because we know we know what talking leads to, Gil. Because somebody gonna say something, gonna get the feelings hurt. That's just the way we. That's just the way we wire. But no, 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 no. That's football. That <laughs> like that, y'all. <laughs> y'all wire like that. Y'all fighting people with your helmet on, with your helmet off. No, no, no. Y'all built like that. Huh? We got some sense a little bit, but no, y'all ain't. No, you see up like this right here. The choke cost him eight hundred, right? Yeah, this is gonna cost him millions if he don't get his shit together. So, right. NBA players, we not really trying to fight. The rest right. eavesdropping is is that is the problem. Like you're trying to stop us from doing what when most things that happen or or a reaction and most right. things that's happened is because of y'all are not calling that whistle. Right. If you do your job. We can do ours, but the fact that you don't want to do yours, and we sitting here going back and forth, hey, let let it happen. Let it, okay. Let it happen. You trying to stop stuff from happening when most of the things are on, just right here on a, on an instant play. It ain't when we j- japping back and forth. Right. When was Draymond talking to Nurkic? No, oh, he didn't say anything to him. Not a damn thing. It no. was Rudy when he put him in that figure four. Not a yeah. damn. <laughs> well, they should have suspended Rudy Gobert's teammate for letting that happen. That's who should have got suspended. Because Cat and, and, and Ant-Man ain't do nothing. I don't care. You ain't running up on my teammate. No, no. You grab your teammate. I grab my teammate. You ain't touching my teammate. Facts. Like, that's that's just <laughs> the lay of the you. Like, I don't, Raymond did was correct. What happened was, they grab. you see what he did? Yeah. When they grabbed Clay, he's like, oh, y'all got Clay? Well, I got your man. Yeah. You know, he like, like well, if you did go. I got your man. I got your man. I want out. That should have been an NBA orgy over that mug. <laughs> if you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic Gymnastics, Cain Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media. 
as well as my straight shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Check this out. The Lakers in-season tournament banner. Charles Barkley said, you don't do champagne for in-season tournaments. If the Lakers put the in-season tournament banner up, I'm going to roast their ass on television. I got one question. Is it a championship championship or not? It comes, it says championship. The problem is we, we don't know where this is going to be moving forward. You think they're gonna? You think they're gonna do away with? Let me ask you a question: Is it more or less likely they'll have an in-season tournament next year, and the next year, and the next year, or they're gonna do away with it? What's more likely? I think they're gonna. I think this is a new thing. Okay. I, it, it seems successful, but why is Charles Barkley talking? I'm not. Um, you gonna have to ask him. If you ain't raised no. You ain't raised no banner. Period. No, no, no. If he's laughing at that championship, is he still giggling when Phoenix Suns in '93 put up the Western Conference banner? Because he was happy when that went up. Exactly. And the, one, the ones in, in Philadelphia when they hung up his Western Conference banner, was Eastern Conference banner. Was he giggling and sniggling? No, no. So because he, here's I, the thing: what I've heard, Gil, is that it's gimmicky. Let me tell you something, and I'm old enough, I'm a little older than you, uh, uh, I know something that they instituted in 1979. Chris Ford was the first one to make one, the three-point shot. Mm-hmm. They said it's gimmicky. Mm-hmm. They need to do away with it. Now, if you can't shoot the three, you can barely play on the court in the NBA game. Yep. So how is that? No, that's that's facts. Like the, 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 they don't pay attention to history. Like there was no there was no uh, shot blocking back when you know Wilton was doing it. So right. the fact that they're improving the game, Shit, Steals. the point line got moved in. Yes, two feet. Right. So this is the first year of it. Twenty years they, now, you're gonna we're gonna be sitting here talking about oh he got twenty in season tournaments and five NBA right. championship. Yes, He's just the yes. first one. I, That's the problem. I, I, to, I totally agree because I believe it's kind of like the uh, the play-in tournament. They said the play-in tournament was was gimmicky. Mm-hmm. Now look at it. Yep. And that that counts as a playoff uh, uh, appearance for the yes. team. It wasn't even the playoffs. And the Lakers got in the play-in tournament and and went all the way to the Western Conference Finals. So without trying to people, laugh, the problem that I got is that people pick and choose because I think the problem that they got. That LeBron won. It's LeBron because had LeBron had not won it, <laughs> we wouldn't we wouldn't have any problems. No, nope. everybody would have been cool with it because now that he win, it don't mean anything. Had he not won, he can't even win an in season tournament. No, no, that's facts. Uh, if if uh, if Denver would have won it, it, it just continues with their dominance from last year. Mm-hmm. If if Indiana Pacers would have won it, he would have got some TNT games or ESPN extra games moving moving further in the season. So. It is that LeBron's won it, but that's what's going to make it stick. Right. But here's the, let me ask you this. 
um, you played against Kobe. So mm-hmm. in other words, and Jordan, and as competitive as they were, they tell the story that Jordan, uh, uh, Roy Williams told a, cho- a story that he beat Jordan in pool and Jordan went and played pool for two weeks. Mm-hmm. And people have told a story of Jordan and he quit and he wouldn't do this, he wouldn't do that. And we know how ultra competitive Kobe was. So if they'd had this thing, if David Stern had instituted this, so Jordan going to boycott, say, man, I ain't playing this gimmicky thing. What's Kobe going to do? Say, nah, I ain't playing this gimmicky thing. Or are they going to try and win? That's a tough one. The reason, because as long as it's there, they're going to try to win it. 100%. Jordan's going yes. to win it. Them, them Bulls teams is going to win it. If Kobe is in a position to win it, he's going to win it. But Kobe was the same person who was arguing about the new ball that came in. Yes. And he said, and he, he said this. He said, if Jordan didn't play with it, I don't want to play with it. <laughs> don't enhance, don't help me try to break records. Let me do it on my own. Right? If Jordan didn't have this, this ball that helps right. it go in, don't get that shit to me. And yeah. that's one of the reasons that the ball got boycotted. Because they're like, the, the, those guys are like, nah, I don't want it if Jordan didn't have it. Because the ball went from Spalding, it used to be Spalding, and now it's Wilson, am I correct? Yeah, it's supposed to, but this one was a Spalding ball. It was that fusion ball. Oh, yeah, it's kind of like that feeble ball. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Hey, I ain't gonna lie, huh? <laughs> hey, you let it go with it. Gave that motherfucker 60 in that one. Uh, 60, 50, 4, 50. Oh, I was doing work in that ball. Uh, George Carl. You know, I'm really sick of George Carl. I've never met the man, but I'm already sick of him. He tweeted, the bubble banner, in-season banner stitched together would be like one whole banner. Bro, you didn't win anything. You Wait, know George- what? I just want. I just want some. Can somebody? Can, can one former player tweet support of, of George Carl? Is there any of his players that like him that play for him? This is George. This Matthews, right? This Matthews. Matthews. No, Carl. George Carl. No, George Carl. George Matthew the Carl. Now, you gotta, hey, when you don't like him, you got to say his middle name. George, Matthew. <laughs> Matthew. Yeah, Matthew Carl. Carl. Yeah, the yeah. One, the one. The one. The uh, one who benched Kobe when he was eighteen. That uh, in that uh, All Star game, and Kobe hated him since. Uh, averaged thirty two points a game in seventeen matches in the playoffs, and and George Carl with them dynasty teams he was having. The man won. Five, he had five 50 plus seasons out of nine times to the playoffs. He was out the first round, eight of them. That's yeah. gone. Yeah. Oh, he should, he should go ahead and shut up. And I think he was, I think he might have been the first, the first one seed to lose to an eight seed when the Nuggets beat the, beat the Supersonics. Yes, sir. He's, in 94. He's an underachiever. Hey, we should actually, um, we should thank him. We should thank him for um, 92. See, people don't know. Matthew was coaching the Spain team in 92, right? That's where he won. He got a championship in 92 over in, in, in Spain. Okay. Yeah. But he was coaching those players that MJ was running through. Oh, right. yeah. You know, when we beat them by 41, oh, yeah, that was his <laughs> that, that was his <laughs> team. Again, Gail. We know why the bubble don't hold significance to a lot of people. Who won the Who won the championship in the Ron. bubble? Ron. Had anybody else won? Because what I heard, what people have been trying to tell me for the longest, that LeBron James is the most mentally weak in, NBA player that they've ever seen. But he was the only guy and keep his team and himself in that confined in in that confined space for three plus months. So if you're so mentally weak where you can't go nowhere, you got cabin fever at the yin-yang, 
How was he able to stay so mentally focused while all the mentally tough teams and players succumb to the pressure? Because mentally weak is something people just throw around because of tweets and stuff, right? Mentally weak is, is what the Clippers were. Right. Oh, I don't want to be here. Why should I go there? I'm scared. for That's mentally weak. When when you're talking about being in the jungle fighting against players that are saying, hey, I'm just here to win. Right. Right. You've seen what Booker did in the, in, in the bubble. Right. They went eight and no Ment- mentally strong. The, the guys who went there just to go there, they were mentally strong. Right now, from there, it's about basketball. The weak, the 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 mentally weak didn't focus on basketball. They complained about everything but the game itself. Right, right, and that's the problem. Like, you you're mad at the team who was more disciplined. That's all. Yeah, Clippers, you can be mad all you want. Clipper fans, you can be mad at you want. But your team is the one who's complaining about everything. We can't go to the strip club. We can't do it. We can't do that. That's mentally. But, but if you notice. They didn't want all of a sudden you notice they didn't want to be be there once they got kicked out and they was up 3-1. Now, when they was up 2-1, they was up 3-1. Whoa, we want to be here. This hey, this is what it's about. We're playing the game we love, no distraction. You get chased down, now all of a sudden, we didn't want to be here, man. We had checked out. And we heard people saying it wasn't gonna matter. So we checked out. Now really, I, I, heard, I heard that. No, they listen, listen, listen. They checked out just like Doc Rivers checked out. Right, they checked. They checked all the asses out of that hotel. So, in other words, they cost Doc his job. No, no, they no. Cost Doc, Doc cost himself that job. He a three-one playing golf every day. But, 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 Gil, the players just said that they want to be there. Hey, hey, listen, uh, this is a true story, uh, uh, uh. <laughs> game seven, game yes. seven, uh. They come in the locker room. Everybody focused. Doc talking about his golf score that he did early today. Not the game itself. So he was speaking on just his golfing. And somebody mentioned to him, I, I, I hope you're ready to uh, coach today because if you lose, there's going to be a problem because he was not focused on the game. Man, his ass was out of there. Listen, during the game, I heard during the game, he done, he done hit um, um, <laughs> Elton Brand. Hey, man, <laughs> you got a job open for me? What? What? I, I'm, I'm throwing a little extra on halftime. He hit yeah. a week later. But, but, yeah, yeah. Kind of like, kind of like the Drake, kind of like the Draymond situation when he was in the parking lot and he called KD after LeBron chased him <laughs> down three one. Very similar situation. You know, I added a little yeast to the story so it grow, but yeah, you yeah. get the idea of it. You got it. <laughs> Clay Clay Thompson turned down a preseason contract this summer worth forty eight million dollars. How big of a mistake was that? At first on. I was I was like, man, that was dumb, right? I thought it was, but when you're making 43 and you jump down to 24, being Clay Thompson, right? I'd rather take my chances in free agency, right? Um, I I think financially it's a better move because no matter what he averaged this year, 15 and above, he can get two year 48. Right. He can get that. So if I know no matter what I do this year, my name, Clay Thompson, I'm averaging anything from 15 to 20. The least I can get is two year 48. So right. I'm not going to sign this deal. Okay. Because I, I, I think what's happening is that they see all the money. See, what the worst thing you can do is measure your worth by somebody else's contract. Right. 
Mm-hmm. And what they're seeing is that these guys are getting money and I'm better than him. I'm better than him. And he got five years, 185. He got six years and this, that, or five, three years or whatever. Mm-hmm. And now all of a sudden you're like, well, I'm better than him. And y'all only offer me this because everybody wants a max contract at 34, 35, 36. And we are not, you and I both know, Gil, that's not happening no. unless you are the elite of the elite of the elite. Now, LeBron, guess what? They'll probably get LeBron two more years, 125 meters. Facts. But he's still playing at that level. Clay can't look at it and says, well, I held, I won four championships in six years. Well, we already gave you a max contract for that. Yep. We've got to pay you now based on what we believe you would do in 24, 25, 25, 26. I can't pay you based on what you've done. I got to pay you based on what I believe you can do. Now, actually, correction, they are going to, they paid him off what he did in the last four years. Right. Which was 19, 20, zero. He ain't played no games. He ain't played no games 2021. He played 32 games, uh, 21, 22, where they won a championship. He played 69 games last year, and he's playing 22. So basically, in those four years, he played 101 games, right? You worked 48 million for two years. You know what I think, fuck? You know what I think? <laughs> screwed him up. Yeah, you know, I think screwed him up. This contract right here. Three-year, $93 million out of Middleton. Yeah. I think that's the money. that I wouldn't be mad paying Clay three-year, 93. I think if they would have offered him three-year, 93, the same as Middleton, I think he would have he took that. No, I, I can't. But, but here's the thing. Is he worth that? Now, I can't. I, it was Middleton worth it? He's well, same amount of they, did, they, did, they didn't expect Middleton to have those knee issues. Because Middleton, remember Middleton in, in that championship, Middleton was giving people the game oh, that no, work. He, was the yeah, yeah. He, he, he gave that work. Mm-hmm. And then he had that. And the worst thing that really can happen is that you have an injury that you have to get opened up and you're in your mid-30s. Yeah. Now, Gil, that's a problem. Now, you, you don't have the, the uh, uh, youth and recoverability on your side, because mm-hmm. once you, because you already got up and down a lot, you got a lot of mileage on those, on those, on that leg, on those legs, mm-hmm. and now you have to go get be the scope, or you get a meniscus, or whatever the surgery is. Whew, it's kind of hard to overcome that. At th- I mean, at thirty three, man, you know, trying to squeeze out a four year deal to put it to thirty seven. I know that's the ideal, um, but. It's one of those things where the bottom line is two-year 48, and I know he's not starting off the season the way he he would have hoped, right? Um, I'm pretty sure he wished he would be averaging about 25 right now where he can they can get this deal done right now. So right. He, he can get some stress off. But the fact that he's playing horrible, is, is, 48, is a two-year 48 even on the table now? No, no. If if I'm them, if I'm them, to be honest, I'm gonna just wait till he goes. If if he keeps the same up, fifteen and nineteen, I'm gonna let I'm gonna let free agency dictate what he what he's gonna get, and then I just match it. Right. Okay. Right. I mean, I might lose him. I might lose him, but I'm gonna be banking on this is where he lives. The only team I can really lose Clay to is probably a Los Angeles team, Lakers. I'll probably I can. That's who I'll be worried about, but then I'll probably throw in some extra lean on that he's been here four years. This is where he's been. 
Because considering the Lakers will probably be only, maybe they'll go, maybe they'll go that extra year and maybe not 24, maybe that extra year, they'll partially guarantee it. So instead of the full, the full 24, maybe we guarantee 16 of it. Hey, they, they got the money to do whatever they want to do. Yeah. <laughs> well, both, both got money. But I'm, I'm, I'm just leaning on, I'm, I'm leaning on just, hey, what's going to happen though, they could, they could, they could mess up. Let's say with Draymond's already gone, if if Steph missed some times and, and Clay get in about averaging about 28, 29 a game for about 15 to 20 game span, woo, is he still that guy O'Gill? Is he still capable of doing that? Because you got that that ACL and that Achilles, it robbed him. Yeah. It robbed him of some of, of, of what Clay was an outstanding two-way player. Mm-hmm. And granted, as the, as any player, as they start to age, they can't sit in the chair like they once could for an extended period of time. Mm-hmm. And you said something very interesting that made me think is that you said Clay never improved his game mm-hmm. from being a, a, a catch and shoot, you know, guy, spot up guy, and, and he's great at it. But my retort to you: How difficult is it to get a guy to do something different? When he's had such success doing it that way, why would I improve? Why would I? Why would I take it with some? Why would I improve? I mean, and I know you see Steph. Steph added the layup package because Steph used to be an outside the guy, outside the paint guy. Now Steph added the layup package. He's even more deadly. You hug up on him, Steph will go by you. Got great handles and can finish with either hand on either side of the rim. Clay hasn't didn't take his game to that level. It's it's a personal thing. Are you? Are you working out to improve or are you working out to get stats and get achievements, right? Like, I don't want someone who works hard, right? I want a yeah. hard worker. That means their, their self-improvement is what they build their, their foundation on. Oh, you number one right now, right? Right. It'll stop you from working. Every oh, hell no. I'm trying to maintain that. Yeah, trying to the same thing. Like when if I see a flaw in my game, when I go into the summer and I look at synergy, right? Oh shit, you know, I'm going right. I, I I'm bad at the left, I'm bad at this corner. The first three, the first two months of the uh summer, right? That's what I'm attacking. I'm attacking those weaknesses, right? I right. can't hide behind championships, MVPs, because the greats didn't. The greats improved every year after every year till they couldn't prove anymore. And that's where I don't see Clay. I don't see Clay improving. Yeah, you got four rings. Cool. You have a scoring title? That's what you you should be trying to get scoring titles. You should be trying to be the man on a team. That's how you should be going into the summer working. Averaging 17 to 21 your whole career, that's cool. Right. But what, what about like, okay, as I start to get older, let me add something mm-hmm. to it. Maybe now let me maybe now let me put the ball on the floor and take it instead of you know and I understand the three point is more valuable than the two, but let me put the ball on the on the floor and maybe I can get to the rim because people are going to look to chase me off the three instead instead of sidestepping to clear space maybe I put the ball take two three dribbles and maybe you know kiss it off the glass from twelve. There, <laughs> what's so funny is I, I remember when I had. I value Clay more valuable than Steph at the beginning of that uh, dynasty. Mm-hmm. Um, I said, "Well, one is six seven. As long if, if he can learn how to dribble the ball, I can put him at the point, and then get a bigger shooting guard." 
I've been saying the same thing. Learn how to dribble. Like, what do you do right here? You, you've learned that since you was little. That right. doesn't go nowhere. If Steph Curry took the summer off of shooting and worked on ball handling and stuff, he's still going to be Steph Curry. Right? You don't lose that. I can go right. in the yard right now and make 75 out of 100, and I ain't shot in months. I'm lying. I'm, li- I'm lying, y'all. <laughs> yeah. I shot this morning. I'm lying. <laughs> exactly. Because you look at the catch somebody. You, you look at the catch somebody. You look at the catch somebody on the hustle. You looking for the come up. You going to catch man, bad. I ain't shot. Man, I ain't shot. Man, I ain't shot like three, four months. I, <laughs> I tried to get him up. <laughs> I know you did. And some, somebody was going to fall for that pool. Check, Gil, check this out. Katie has some very interesting things to say about Dre and his post-game presser. He said that was insane to see. Never seen that in an NBA game. He hasn't been that way when I was around or coming into the league. So I hope he gets the help that he needs. Bro, that's two people say Dre needs some help. Two people on the same team. <laughs> yeah, but they said it. Um, no, that the, we've seen him do the antics. Um, I think, you know, players like them, man, when – when the team ain't good, the frustration's higher. Yes. Right? I think his job as as the as the 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 heartbeat, I think it beats heart harder, faster when you're losing. Like I he don't have no time to relax. Like he's trying to figure out how to will this team to wins. When you win in every game, you, the antics don't come out. The antics are starting to come out when you when you now, yeah. uh, when you're losing and, you know, your backup is against the wall. Yeah. But, Gil, you know how this thing worked. You remember when you was going 67 and 15, when you was going 73 and 9, and you beating the hell out of everybody? So guess what time? Well, guess what happened when it's time to get my lip lick back? Yeah. I'm trying to tear your ass up, too. Yeah, and he ain't. Try- <laughs> All the- you remember, Gil, in the third, the start of the fourth quarter, the- hey, go to State Warrior, Steph playing Draymond, they on the sideline. They done built up a 30-point lead. Yeah. Now teams trying to build up those 30-point leads on their ass. Yeah, and, and he ain't going out without a fight, obviously. <laughs> <laughs> I say, man, yeah, it's it's uh it's it's a very unfortunate situation. But my thing is the Warriors. I, I the only problem that I got with this girl, yeah. Draymond was wrong, but the Warriors. Draymond has been this exact way. Now, all of a sudden, you want to intervene? Now that you want to have an intervention? It's like, okay, Draymond, we're going to put an armor. Bro, y'all should have stopped this. Y'all y'all let the man clip Jordan Poole, no matter what Jordan Poole said. He mm-hmm. didn't deserve what Draymond did. Mm-hmm. But I fought Jordan Poole because you know when you argue with a man, as long as you on one side and we arguing, we fine. Mm-hmm. But I'm not going to let you close the distance, Gil. Oh, no, that's <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm getting that first one off. And I'm not going to let you walk up on me and then you shove. Nah, ain't no shove. Because mm-hmm. the moment you see him at your peripheral, and you can tell the different tone. I don't, I, I don't know where, how it is, but you can tell the tone when somebody's like, okay, dude, dude might want to do something. Okay, so now I got to go to a different place mentally. Because all of a sudden, that old fun level, hey, you ain't going to do that. You ain't going to do that. You doing all that talking. Now, all of a sudden, I got to let, okay, you're going to get what you're looking for. Yeah, but we ain't, we ain't like that, huh? <laughs> we, ain't, yeah, nah, we, ain't, we ain't like that. In the- <laughs> Are you, right? you know what, Gil? I keep, you know what, and, and I've, heard, I've heard NBA players say that. 
But being in the NFL locker room, it's a different level of testosterone and machismo. Because even if a guy has to take an ass cut, he's not going to let you punk him. He's mm-hmm. not going to let you walk up on him. Because he, de- he first of all, he can't. He can't. You can't. You can't. I don't care. I don't care if it's a D lineman and a wide receiver. I don't care if it's a running back and a linebacker. Respect is everything. See, yeah, yeah. See, when, when you only got 15 players and really you count on eight, right? For the most part, most of the stuff is not personal. Right. Right. You know, it, it's rare where I hate you on the court and off. Right. Like, like, like me and Karan on the court, we bumped. Right. Off the court, boom, we go. Right. Right. Off the court, me and Antoine never hung out. On the court, that's my go-to guy. Right. I, you know what I mean? So, you know, it's rare that you don't like each other on right. and off that. And when that happens, right. you need to get traded. Um, right. Oh, for sure. Like, what you, oh, what you well, well, first of all, you punch me, so somebody got to go. Either I'm going to a different team or I'm going to jail because we got to fight every day till I win. <laughs> what the oh, fuck? Oh, hey, I'm everybody ain't built like you, huh? <laughs> no, bro. You, uh, Gil, you not finna let no man just punch you in your face and y'all go back and like, okay, we gonna play 82 games together. That's why I had that thing in the locker room, huh? Okay. Hey, hey uh, they told you. Hey, listen, that, was, that wasn't the first time, huh? I remember Karan wanted to have a meeting with me. I had the thing on me in the locker room. Just in case. Just in case, I'll pop. Back up. Back up. But I mean, but Gil, I mean, you had to feel, I mean, bro, you brought the Desert Eagle. I have a Desert Eagle. Mm-hmm. And I don't know what you got. I got the 44 mag. You well, you got the, what, uh, the 50 cal. Uh-huh. Bro. Man, that thing you pulled that thing out like the joke in the first Batman. He pulled that thing out and they kept coming. <laughs> is that a shotgun with a pistol grip? I mean, is that a handgun? Hey, lay, I couldn't shoot him. I didn't shoot him. I just had him. Yeah, you just tried to scare, you just tried to scare him off, huh? I scared. <laughs> we, ain't, we ain't trying to fight him. We ain't got listen, we ain't got muscles like that to be trying to fight nobody. <laughs> Sometimes, hey, hey, I just got the muscle to scare them off. I ain't really trying. I done got old now. I done got too old to tussle, Gil. I ain't gonna lie to you. I got too old to tussle. I'm gonna get my car and drive away. <laughs> this might help clear up the ball situation. Rick Carlisle said in his post-game interview, he said there was a misunderstanding about the game ball. It was Oscar Sheebies, Tashibi, right? I think it's Tashibi, the guy from Kentucky. First official NBA points. And we always get the game ball. So we're not thinking about Giannis' franchise record, unfortunately, in that situation. So the guy that scored 64 points, he going to lose the ball to a guy that scored two. Ooh, so they gave it to their own. Oh, Giannis going to have eight. <laughs> hold on. I, hold on. Check this out. Gil, the game was in Milwaukee. How the hell do you think, Indiana, you get to keep the ball? Yeah, I, just, I just thought about that. How the hell did they get to keep? <laughs> you going to get to keep the game? Oh, no, yeah. Rick, you, you bull. That, that's a, hey, 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 Rick, that's some bull, John. Oh, that, but, hey, hey, that, hey, hey, I can tell you this right now. That bus ain't leaving. That oh, bus no. ain't leaving. <laughs> they probably, hey, listen, they probably done switched that ball anyway. So the one Giannis got ain't the real one. If he did get it. Ah, oh, man, that did Giannis dirty like oh, that. They done put the dog on him. Listen. Because it's the same thing. My first, my first two points, especially that's tradition. My first right. points as an because you can't take that back. That's my career. But to be honest, I never heard no shit like that before. I never <laughs> heard nobody. <laughs> hey, hold on. 
You know that first of all, I've been in a lot of games, and I know when <laughs> running backs had great 150, 200 yard games. I know when receivers had 200 yard games. I know when quarterbacks threw for three. I understood that. Now, obviously, the ball's a difference because every team got their ball. It's not like basketball mm-hmm. where everybody, you know, the basketball is the basketball. You shoot with that ball, we shoot with that ball. But in football, the Broncos got their ball, the Raiders got their ball. But you mean to tell me that you you didn't know Giannis had 64 points? The man dropped 26 on you in the fourth alone. Come on, Rick. They they didn't care. Hey, they want him, they, they want him to pay for it back. Yeah. Hey, they want him to pay for it back. That's all that is. Hey, no, wait, wait, hold hold on. What's up? The NBA's gonna get that ball. What the hell they getting it for? Do they get the ball or the shoot? They, they get one of them. The NBA gets one of them for the oh, oh okay for uh, Springfield. Yeah, they get they get one of them. They're gonna get something. Like I'm trying to figure out was it my jersey they got or my I should have been at that game. I should have been in Milwaukee. I said, Yana, can I have your jersey? Him not realizing. And that'll took our took out running. One of them. The NBA gets one of those. Okay. Let me ask you a question. Do you believe Zion has been overly criticized? No. Um, Why not? Because if... If, if if we do not criticize him, that means we accept what he's going to be. If he keeps up the same, if he keeps gaining weight, right? If he keeps gaining weight, then we, we, we've we accepted it. So we're like, all right, we're fine. We're going to call you a bus and, and just move on to the next star. So the fact that we're still talking about him means we still see the potential of what he can be. Right. I agree. But I think, I, I think the problem is more people care than he does, because at the end of it, at the end of the day, Gil, it's a personal choice. I can't, and I just want to tell my kids all the time: I can't want something more for you than you want it for yourself. Mm-hmm. And right now, there are people that want Zion to 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 get his training and his eating under control more so than the Zion wants to get it under control. Because that's what it is. And even if, even let's just say, if even if he has an eating problem, no matter what your demons are, we create those demons. Mm-hmm. We must chase them away. So, and the thing with Zion, I understand. But again, Gil, when you look at him and he's doing what he's doing, he's giving you 30 and 12 and he's two, 300 pounds. What incentive does he have? Now, if he was giving you six and, four, and six and eight, now he's like, man, I need to lose some weight. But because he's having these outbursts, mm-hmm. but he should have said, you know what? Look how many games I've done missed. That's a direct reflection of my conditioning, and I'm too heavy. Let me do something about it. You know what the problem is? Have you noticed he's heavier now than he was in training camp? See, he's he's heavier now. Yeah. Then he because was. they're not they're not because in training camp you're doing a lot more running as opposed to now because all you get is the game and then shoot around ain't nothing really going on. Yeah, and see, and that's the problem is it's he's trying to be normal and this ain't football where you're coming to practice at six a.m. and you leaving you know six p.m. He probably to be honest he probably not even burning a thousand not even five hundred calories working out every day so that means he consciously. At 23 years old, 
have to sit at, go home and do two hours of cardio. So he has to really just, I'm going to diet. I'm going to work out. And that's, that's not what he was built on. He wasn't right. built on that type of discipline. Yeah. That, that's going to take, that's going to take like real self-check. Like soon as the summer hit and he has to lock in and say, all right, I'm going to go into the summer and I'm going to lose 60 pounds. He can't do that in the season. No way in the season. Not during the season. No, 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 no. It's done. No, right now, what's going on? It's done. The season's over. You can't expect him to lose thirty pounds right now. No, flying, partying, eating, traveling, sitting. Nope. He ain't losing no weight right now. That is right. That's damn near impossible. He, he better get on some Adderall. He better. Hey, they better. <laughs> right, if they check off. The, <laughs> they better check off that drug, Tessie. Hey, if he. <laughs> I, I think the thing, Gil, is is what I tell what and people ask, well, Shannon, what's discipline to you? It requires you to do your best when no one else is watching. Mm-hmm. You see the problem? I bet you when Zion, when Zion, when people are around Zion, he eating chicken breast, he eating a little pasta, you know, he eating, you know, he eating fruit. But then we listen, bro, you can't fool. People are like, well, Shannon, an elephant eat all he eat is grass. Yeah, but he eat 500 pounds of grass. Mm-hmm. So yeah. yeah, you can you can overeat. Even if you eat nutritious, which mm-hmm. he's not. And big, I've never seen someone be big, be a big, big young people normally grow to be big old people. Yeah. And big old people don't live long. Yeah. Now, I'm, I, listen, everyone killed me when I called it out. And luckily, me and him are still cool because I called it out. I called it out when he was in college. I said, 18 years old, 19 years old at 285. That's not good. Yeah. So what you think you go if he's 285 and 18 and you know 18, man, I can eat anything I want to. Yeah. And, and, and kept a I kept a 12 pack. And mm-hmm. I ain't talking about it in the fridge. <laughs> I, <laughs> hey, I mean, I couldn't even really walk around in the summer. I was locked up. I had so many muscles. Mm-hmm. But as I started to age, you have to work. Because as you start to get older, Gil, you either have to work out harder or eat cleaner. Like, and yep. sometimes you got to do both. Yep. Or both, B O A F, both, both. <laughs> both. So, but but the thing, and people say, well, Zion need a, a personal a personal chef. Zion need personal accountability. Yeah, y- y'all don't. They they acting like he don't have a chef. He got a chef. He got. But a you chef can't. Chef but lead. you can't be cooking etouffee. You but, can't be cooking jambalaya. You can't be cooking gumbo. You can't be be cooking that. He got. Ooh, hey, hey, when a chef leaves, he got Uber Eats. Yeah, that's what you he can't got. be. You can't be eating a dozen beignets. That it's just he might eat when he's sad. He might eat when he's happy. Like you know what I mean? It's just it might be his thing. Like you know, it, it might just be his thing, and he's just gonna have to lock in one day and yes. just listen. I don't want this no more. I don't want this for my life because to get something you've never had, you got to do something you've never done before. Always. Right? You know, I want, you like, I want to be an NBA champion. I want to be that next level. I got to get rid of this food habit. Yes. Then right? it's not really, it's not taking away the food. It's taking away at certain times of the day. Right. right. Or the portions. The portions. That's the thing. Mm-hmm. And, and so I, I just wish, I just wish I could sit down and talk to her and say, Zion, people are like this because they care. Mm-hmm. Because if they didn't care, they would let you do what you will continue to do. Now, you're going to do what you want to do. Mm-hmm. But don't think people are taking shots at you. Because if they thought you were a bum, they wouldn't care. Not facts. They wouldn't. And, and But people part. love you, and they see what you can be. Sometimes people can see things in us we can't see in ourselves. Mm-hmm. 
And, and I, I think this is a this is a prime example. Uh, he thinks everybody is coming down. Well, if it's coming, if it's coming from a good place, where's where it come from, Zion? Laughter. <laughs> it is jokes. Like we've been laughing at it for a while. Like it, it started in summer league when he was sitting on the bench after his first game and had that belly. Yeah. Right. Um, he just, he just, he just packing a lot of weight. And I think um, they have to make it at 23. They have to make losing weight fun. They got to treat him like a little kid. Right. Hey, come on, baby. Good job. You lost two pounds. Yeah. Keep going. Woohoo. Like it's right. gonna be one of those. You go have the baby until it becomes a routine for him where he's happy doing it. Yeah. I believe the first person given his body type, the first person he should have contacted once he decided he was going pro was Charles Barkley. Because Charles Barkley had a very similar situation. And Charles, he said, Charles said, Moses Malone told him, say, you fat. Yep. It was as simple as that. You fat. You yep. fat. Oh, hold on. No, not only are you fat, you fat and you lazy. Yeah. <laughs> no, <I ain't> saying- <laughs> so and sometimes it takes blunt, harsh criticism mm-hmm. for it to resonate and stop. Because maybe that's the problem. Everybody's like, come on, Zion, you know, drop, drop a couple. No. Tell him the hard truth. And hopefully it resonates. But I, I I want the guy to get it because we've never seen somebody that size, that explosive. He has a Ferrari engine in a Mack truck body. Yes. And, and, and he's and he's he's moving it. The, the fact that the fact that we are laughing and talking about it, and he's averaging 23, 6, and 5. <laughs> yeah. And and the thing is, the guy can win me up, but you know. But here's the thing: when you that size and you that explosive, and you jump up and down in an NBA game over the course of a season, huh. the the body wasn't made a body that size wasn't made to do that, <laughs> Gil. No. That body wasn't made to do that. Six, listen, six times, six times the weight coming down. Yeah. So every pound he gains, that's six times. So yeah. he needs to be realistically, if he can get back to, he's only 23. So if he can get back to 250, 260, 250, 260. Because he'd be, that'd be, that'd be him like right before he went to uh, Duke. Yeah. Like if, 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 if I'm him, I'm going to, I'm going to tell LeBron James, hey, hey, I'm sorry, but I'm spending the whole summer with you. Yeah, for sure. And I'm going to, look, what you normally pay your chef, don't pay her, because I'm going to pay her. And she's going to cook. I'm going to live in the guest house. Yep. I'm going to live in the guest house, and I want to see. That man got 21 years, Mm -hmm. and he going strong. And it looks like he's going to be going for 22, 23, knock on wood, nothing unforeseen happens. Because he's gonna get the call, he's gonna call his shot. He's gonna walk away when he wants to. Yep, I'm I'm bringing the luggage. Ain't no, ain't no, hey, he, he, LeBron ain't gonna be able to tell me no. <laughs> hey, I, hey, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do, I'm gonna do LeBron like Kobe did Jordan. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna nag this, I'm gonna nag the S H I T out of him, and you go, hey, uh, uh, come on, boy, come on, son. Huh. And I'm gonna take a liking to it. If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? 
This is Stephen A. Smith. When I'm not at my day job, first tape, you can find me in my studio hosting the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and politics. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions on those nauseating cowboy fans, the chaos in Washington, D.C., and trending topics on social media, as well as my straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. And I occasionally give out love advice. Yes, it's true. If you want to know my true feelings about something, I'll give it to you straight. So, listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is getting you ready for the 2024 NFL Draft. I'm your host, Andrew Levy, and I'll be delivering two shows a week to make sure you're caught up on the very latest NFL news, including every free agency move and how it changes the draft needs of your favorite team. Draft experts and talent scouts, mock drafts, and a few shock drafts, too. NFL Total Access, the podcast, is already on the clock on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Check this out. Life and love. Gil, what's the simplest thing someone can buy for you that would make you happy? The simplest thing. That they can buy for me? Yes. Man, Unc, at this age, man, I don't want nothing that that costs, right? The things that I want don't cost nothing, right? That's peace, loyalty, honesty, love, right? Like... Damn, I hope you, I thought you were gonna set up for some potato chips for uh, a candy nah, bar. Damn, respect, like respect, like the things we looking for out of out of just a partner themselves and people that's around there, trust, dignity, loyalty. That's what I want. Because well, you can't buy that, though, Gil. You can't buy. It, that's why. What about a shirt? Can we get you a shirt? Can we get you? Can we? Can we get you a pair of teeth? Can we get you a pair of vintage uh, Agent Zeros? You can buy me some sandals, hey, and be a cheetah right, right there. No, thank you. Right, I want, I want what's free. I want what's free. Hey, I done got the sweaters and all that stuff, and then yeah. I find out. But the kids, oh. yeah, I already, I already know what the kid. You know, look, give me a card. My kids don't buy me anything. <laughs> Just give me a card because they already done told me. Daddy, what can we buy you that mm-hmm. you don't already have and you can't get yourself? Get your daddy a card, and we good. Mm-hmm. They're going to stick some movie tickets, but they don't do the movie tickets anymore because I don't go to the movies like that. But just give me a card. But you know what? I have, I, I was I was dating this young lady, and I, I, didn't, I didn't tell her anything, but she was, she was just very observant. Mm-hmm. And when I came home, uh, I came home one Friday because what I do, I go to practice. And then I would, you know, go get my hair cut and then I come come home. So I didn't I wouldn't get home until about probably about four o'clock, five o'clock. And she had watched me over the course of like and I I never said anything. And she had three zero bars, candy bar zeros. You like the zeros? I oh, <laughs> man, I that like was <laughs> she had she had three zeros. I've always drank ginger ale, and she had uh, the honey barbecue uh, corn chips. Mm. And so, and she had she had the, you know obviously the ginger ale was in the refrigerator, but the zeros and the, and the honey barbecue corn chips was sitting there. And when I walked in, 
because she had never bought me this before, but she just saw I would, and I just walked in, and when I walked in, I just gave a hug. I said, thank you. Because I like, I like, I like observing. Yes. I'm, I, I, we, was having, we was having a conversation, me and some of my teammates, and they were talking about, you know, their wife and all this, and talking about, Sharp, you ain't even married. I said, I tell you what, I'll bet you, I'll bet you, and I'll bet you. I bet each of you 100000 I said, I want y'all to do, this is what I want you to do. Pick any fast food restaurants, Burger King, McDonald's, uh, there's a restaurant called Black IP or some borrow with a pizza place. I said, tell you what, call your wife, tell her to go there, go to one of these places, and don't tell her what to get you. And mm. you tell me what she gonna get. Now, I'm gonna call my girlfriend and I'm gonna tell her to go to one of those places. And I'm gonna bet you, you and you, a hundred thousand a piece. I bet you she'll come back with whatever I told you she gonna get. Nah, man, nah, no. Y'all talking about y'all married and your wife know you so well. I'm gonna take my girlfriend of two years and I bet three of you a hundred thousand a piece. Guess what, Gil? Ain't nobody wanna take the bill. No. But I say I tell you what I'm gonna do to show you how you, you lost your damn money. I called her. Go to Black IP. And I hung the phone up. I said, I hung the phone up. Now I said that she's gonna come, she's gonna bring me corn, she's gonna bring me a chicken breast, plain. Mm-hmm. Rice, corn, green beans, and two rolls. And that's what, ooh, that's what she brought. I know she did. Uh, Absolutely. This, when women ask me, and I told women, stop asking this goddamn question to men. Stop asking, what do you see in me? What are you looking for? Oh, don't you we don't know until you give it to her. Like, I, we have a vision, but you need to bring something that I saw something. Yeah. I'm here, Anna. Yeah, like, I, like bring me, like, men never been loved. We don't know how to receive love. Yeah. Right? True. That's what, that's one thing. We, we, we're not taught how to receive it. So when someone, like, I don't know what I'm looking for, but when I see it, God damn it, I know that's it. Yeah. Yeah. And that's what it is. You you doing the things that you you're looking at my life and you're beating me to it. You know, I hey, you know, yeah. I put my clothes in a hamper, boom, it's clean the next day. Like, oh, my sandals, boom, it's clean. The water's running at 5 30 a.m. because that's when I wake up. You woke up, turned it on, because you know I'm gonna be getting up in 30 more minutes. Like you're doing the things before, and I don't have to ask you for ask for it. Yeah, but my thing was, Gil, I I've I've had a couple that knew me like knew me better than I knew myself. Mm-hmm. And because I ruined it because I was afraid. Ah. I'm like, how did she know me? But she just watched everything that I did, everything that I said. Shannon, it's this one's birthday. Shannon, it's your mom's birthday. Shannon, it's Libby's birthday. Shannon, you need to do this. Well, such and such. It was just like clockwork. And it scared me so because I had never had anybody that took the time mm-hmm. to get to know me like this and to know what I like, what I didn't like. And to, you want me to pick this up? I'm going to such and such. I'll be, what do you need? Do you mind? And it, I effed it up because I didn't know. Was I didn't know. Because you- growing up, that's not, that's not how 
love, like my grandmother never said she loved me. My grandfather never told me that they loved me. Love when you got a roof over your head, you got food in your stomach, mm-hmm. and you got clothes on your back. That was love to me. And they didn't tell me, but I knew it. They, I could feel it. Mm-hmm. But as I got older, that's I'm like, I didn't know my 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 gifts is my love. Yeah. That's 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 the way I show you that I love you. I'm trying to get you things that everybody can't have. Mm-hmm. And 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 my therapist says, Shannon, the problem that you have is that you and your partner speaks two different languages. You speak Mandarin, she speaks Spanish. <laughs> now, one of you guys need to learn the other one's language, mm-hmm. or it's not going to work. And that's that's my problem. And plus, the thing is, it, it was easy to say. You know what? During my career, Gil, it was easy to say, "Eff it." Yeah, and I, I, ain't work, I ain't working on nothing. The only thing I'm working on is my game. If you no, ain't a part of the game. I, I, I you, you go by. It, it's easier. It's easier to give up when when you when it's foreign to you. Yes. Right? If, if 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 you loving me, this is foreign. Yes. I've never received it before, and that's that's one thing in that capacity. Yep. And that's one thing that men. We have to do a better self. Like, ask your father if he, he been in your life. Hey, like, how were you loved? Right. So I know what it looks like. Like, yeah. was it rubbing your feet, saying this, and because we don't know, we we think when we're young, breaking my window, keying my car is love. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Hell no. Nah. You know who she loved me. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that shit ain't. Hey, I got served. Listen, I got served on basketball court. They're like, why you have four kids with her? Shit, I thought it was love. Yeah. Nah, I thought it was love, not just motherfucker, just crazy. <laughs> yeah. I mean that. I mean, I mean, it, it is a little love. You ain't got no, you ain't got no bleach on your clothing. You ain't got no bleach on your clothing. It ain't love. You got to do it at least one time. You got to you gotta bleach my stuff up one time. Yeah, and but that's what we think is love when it ain't, <laughs> right? We, we got to learn. We got to learn as men how to be loved. We know how to right. love a woman. Right. We don't know how to be loved from a woman. So right. we're getting it, and we see a rough patch. We take it off. Gone. Yeah. Gone. It's easy. I can get yeah. I can get six more to just do this thing. I don't need this love shit. I can just do this part. Hey, how you doing? Get you. That's easier for us. Yeah. Sitting there just taking the responsibility sometimes. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I, I think the thing is, I wish I'd have had the mindset, the mentality that I have now in my 50s. I wish I'd have had that in my twi- in my 20s, Gil, because yeah. I'd, I'd have saved a lot of money and a lot of heartbreak from myself and some women. Because I know uh, 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 not only have I been heartbroken and disappointed, I'm sure I've d- done the same. Um, and I've I've let some some good women go in my life. I know two for one thousand percent certain, one thousand percent, one thousand. And if I had it to do over again, things would be a lot different in my life. But hindsight is a magnificent science because I have the luxury of knowing today. Hey, hey, two, hey, two, two what I didn't know yes, what I didn't even know yesterday. Hey, two got away, two more coming. <laughs> That's all you got to look at. Two more coming. They're coming down Man. the pipeline, but you only need one of them. But 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 here's the thing. But how much time do I have to vet? But the thing, Gil, Gil, I look at my life in summers. Bro, I got, hopefully, if I'm lucky, I got 25, I got 25 good summers to go. 
How about, I mean, you got to spend at least five of them betting somebody. What the hell you, obviously, the, the, the whatever vetting routine you got didn't work, goddammit. It did. It, no, it wasn't no bet process back then. Oh, you look good? Oh, you, you stacked up like laundry in the dorm room. Woo, come on. You'll work. You know, back then, everything, everything was based on aesthetics. Uh-huh. You, you look good, curvy. Mm-hmm. That worked. But then all of a sudden, once the allure of the curves and that face, now what? What am I stuck with? Yeah. You hell, all you do is argue. Yeah. It's, ne- it's never good enough. I hate, the one thing that I hate worse in a woman is ungratefulness. Because I've had women, no matter what I did, it still wasn't good enough. Mm. And that irks me. Because yeah. I'm, 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 I'm giving you all, I'm giving you all, and maybe that's my maybe that was my problem, Gil, is that what I was giving, they didn't want. Or I didn't know what they wanted, or I couldn't give them what they needed. Mm-hmm. But I gave them what I thought. Cause that's all I can do. I, I mean, I, I I can't do, I can only, I can only be or give you what I think you want. Mm-hmm. And you told me at the time that's what you wanted. That's what you wanted. Mm-hmm. So, and that's why, like, for me, I hate buying gifts for my for my significant other. Because I really want you to have exactly what you want. I would just rather go write you a check or give you cash and let you go get it. Because I, what I hate, Gil, is that I get something it's like, ooh, and you could tell when they don't really yeah, want it no. or they don't really like it. I'm crushed. You know, we all have the same problem. <laughs> like we all have the same problem. But like... If I go out and buy something, I thought, especially with the time we have, we yeah, man. thought to go get you something, and I come back and give it to you, and it's like, oh, okay, this was up. Knowing damn well, I know you you can't buy what I just bought you, first of all. You you yeah. can't give me what I just got. You think whatever gift you gave me is gonna be good? I have to say, yo, because we don't get gifts. So whatever gift you give me, I'm gonna love and appreciate. Yes. 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 I'm expecting the same thing. So when when you don't like this gift, or I give you this gift, and you trade it and all that, all you break my heart. All you're doing is breaking my heart little by little. It break my heart. Cause, man, Gil, I bought I bought this uh, young lady a Cartier. Cause here's the thing: this was like during like pandemic time, maybe shortly a little bit after, and. And it was hard at the Cartier store. You just got, you know, back in the day, you just roll up on the Cartier store. Mm-hmm. But I had to make a reservation. Okay, I made a reservation and I'm standing outside. Yeah, me, I'm standing outside waiting to get in the Cartier store. Mm-hmm. So I bought it. This, I was like, oh man, this would be nice. I mean, you know, hey, it could be. I've seen it. I, I, I saw it on her one time. Hey man, and then, and then women think we like. See, that's what I said. Women think like we play us, and not realize our actions now are, are because of something that happens. Like I, same thing. Yeah. I bought a, you know the Birkin bags, right? Yeah. And I had one custom. It took one year to make it custom. Ooh. Her favorite color, custom, just for her. Yeah. I seen it on eBay like four months later because they needed rent money. Never again. Not, 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 hey, I, I ain't getting you a gift card. <laughs> <laughs> you, you can't even get a Starbucks $20 and, and, card no more for me. It, it, ha- it happened to me. 
because uh, I got, um, you know, because I buy, I used to, I used to, I still buy some stuff occasionally from Louis Vuitton. So the guy would call when they get exclusive stuff in, they're like, Mr. Sharp, you know, we got this in. Would you like to take a look at it? So, you know, I run down there and take a look at it. Like, yeah, I like that. Get it. Man, I probably bought, probably had 25 of those bags between Gucci and Louis. Mm-hmm. And probably the cheapest bag, 2500 most expensive, probably 10 bands. Mm-hmm. We broke up. She pawned them all. Every last one of them. See, see uh, like, <laughs> oh, So I was like, we, I, we it wasn't, instead of that, instead of that, Gil, I would have rather her say, you know what? I really need the money. Times have gotten tough. These bags that you, I'd have bought them back from her. Exactly. Oh my God. Yes. I'd have bought them back from her. Uh, my daughters, I got a daughter. I got a, I got two daughters and I got a sister. Could have gave back. Hey, I got a home, I got a homeboy, hey, homeboy. I got, I got two homeboys that got wives. Hey, pick one for your wife. I could have bought them back. That that's I'd, I'd have bought them back. I would have, you know, I would have. I would have. already spent them. And that's the funny part. We already spent the money. We'll, we will spend more money just to get back what we it's it's what our right. blood and sweat was into. Right. Because I, I I would I would rather my daughters, my sister, uh, my mom would have got a bag. My mom probably ain't gonna, my mom doesn't really want no bag like that. Mm-hmm. Uh, my homeboy wife, they 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 because at the end of the day. At the end of the forget the end, in the middle of the day, in the morning, <laughs> mm-hmm. all I want you to do is appreciate what I've given you. Cause I bust my ass mm-hmm. to get you that. And that's I think I think when it comes to how we obtain our money, it it's easier when you don't make it to spend it for us. So when we come out and we we buy you stuff and we 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 are willing to open up the, the pocket, but you have to really understand we're opening up years of our work ethic for you. This yes. is years of our work. These are line drills I'm giving you, right? I'm willing to give you these line drills. And for you to just be like, eh, it's cool. Thank you. Appreciate it. Throw it in the closet. It, 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 it hurts. That's what hurt us. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. Let me ask you, here's the thing. Here's, here's another question. Real. Would you take before, not now, because I already know the answer now. Would you take $100,000 wired to you right now or a coin flip for $10 million? <laughs> so, so, so before, 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 so you from Cali, right? Yeah. So let's just say 20 years, 20 years ago, 25, 20 years ago. Okay. Somebody says, okay, I'm going to wire you 100000 or a coin flip for $10 million. I got to flip. The only the only reason is is it's 50, 50, I got a 50-50 chance to win 10 million. You got a 50-50 chance to go home with your hands in your pocket just like you came with nothing. I, hey, hey, 20 years ago, I'm a, I'm a high school kid. Shit, my dad gonna take that money anyway. <laughs> <laughs> and I, that's what I said. I said, right now, right, I'm talking about right now, oh, it's a no-brainer for me. But you talk about me in high school or college? Oh, damn that coin. <laughs> As a matter of fact. I'm gonna put the coin in my pocket and say, "Give me that, send me that. Make sure you get that hundred thousand. I don't know. It's two ends. It's S H A N N O N. I don't believe it, huh? No, no, no. Oh, no, no, no. Oh, I could. But oh, Gil, Gil, you have to understand. I didn't have indoor plumbing. I didn't have running water. 
Do you know what a hundred thousand dollars would have did for me in the eighties? I, I know, but that, that athlete, that athlete, gonna kick in. Yeah, it's gonna kick you in. Gonna see that Ten million just to flip. <laughs> mm. I got heads. <laughs> uh, I could have had somebody cook some indoor plumbing in my granny house. I could have got some paneling. I could have fixed that roof. Oh, no. Uh, yeah, yeah. Oh, no. I'm sorry. Like, I was middle class. I ain't have to worry about nothing. Oh, uh, like, hell, not middle. <laughs> yeah, I was middle class. Like, I, hell, I almost didn't make it to middle school. Oh, my middle class. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. <laughs> oh, no. Oh, no, Gil. Hey, like, I went to school with Tim, Tamira. Yeah, Brandy. Yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh, you, well, you showing up middle class. Damn, Gil. <laughs> Is it on now? Okay. Hold on just a second, Gil. All right. What's up, chat? How y'all doing out there? Everybody good? Hey, hey, son, hey, hey sunny side. Yeah, I've never yeah. been on Crenshaw. You right. <laughs> <laughs> hey, Gil. Uh, someone just donated five bucks and they said, with you guys' level of fame and money, how do you know if someone is genuine or just wants you for your money? Oh, man, I mean, that's going to always be our Achilles heel because it is. You know, it, it, we, the, there's no real engagement of uh, finding out if somebody wants us for us, right? You know, that's not... I think turmoil determines that... Throughout the relationship. Yeah. We can determine that during or at the beginning. There's nothing that person... There has to be conflict. Yeah, it has to be conflict to see what happens. You know, even though we don't want the conflict, it has to be to see if that person's going to dip on us or cheat on us or whatever. Yeah. It has to be... We have to go through something as a couple. Because I know when it's smooth sailing, it's Mm kind of like in the Bible when when the devil's told God that they... The only reason Job serves you is that you give him everything. Mm-hmm. He said, if you remove this hedge, he will curse his very maker. Oh. Mm-hmm. And he said, look, you could take everything but his life. So if everything is always good, I mean, if you in the Rolls or you in the Bentley, you got the, 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 the BMW, and we got the, the six, eight, ten million dollar home, mm-hmm. we get to fly private three or four times a year, we get the, the villa that's 15000 a night for a week, What's the what's to complain about? Mm-hmm. I need to see some choppy waters. Yeah. I need to see some bumps in the road. I need to see some turbulence. Yep. And to see if you're gonna if you're gonna walk with me. Yeah. Because now if I only see one set of footprints, yep. when it gets rough, that's gonna be a problem. Because I know you left me alone mm-hmm. and you left me to do this by myself. And a lot of NBA players, a lot of athletes themselves are finding that out when they're done playing. When they're done playing, because that's when the road gets choppy, because that's when a player himself is trying to find out who he is. Yeah. You're not the NBA or the football player no more. You are yes. a, a, a husband and a father. And mm-hmm. we're trying to figure out who we are. And those women leave without that. He was never because at the end of the day, Gil, you're absolutely right. Because at the end of the day, who are we? No, you're not an NBA player. You're not an NFL player. That's what you did. Mm-hmm. Who are you? Well, uh, no, um, no, Glenville, Georgia is where you're from. Yeah. Who are you? Well, for the longest time, I was from Glenville, Georgia. I was an NFL player. Mm-hmm. That was my identity. Mm-hmm. So at this present time, I don't know who I am. I need time. To find out who I am, are you gonna stay with me while I go on this? I go on this trek, mm-hmm. and so 
it's t- it's tough, and yeah. I'm not going to tell anybody it's not. But, but the thing is, with me, uh, Gil, for me, is that I've been very, very fortunate. Is that if I got it, you know, if it's within reason, I'll I'll help I'll help the person that I'm with, mm-hmm. uh, because I've always believed that I'm gonna get it back, but I'm gonna get it back threefold. I'm gonna get it back tenfold. Mm-hmm. So whatever I gave you, fifty, hundred thousand, I'm gonna get it back. Yeah. And then what? I'm 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 all I'm always gonna win because I'm always moving in a place with a good heart, no ill intent. Yep. That's just that's just the way I am. And mm-hmm. if I could help somebody, I've been very fortunate that God has blessed me, given me the ability, uh, uh, not only play the game that I love of, of football. But the transition into my second career, the same thing with you, Gil. God gave you the ability to play at least a decade in the NBA. Transition to your second career, and pretty soon people are gonna forget that you were an NBA player, and yeah. then all of a sudden you're just gonna be you're a celebrity. Yeah, like, hold on, I, I was I was I was a pretty good. You know, people forgot that you know, hey, I did play in the NFL, and I was okay. I did okay, mm-hmm. but and so, but for me. It's, it's, it's hard. I don't know. I don't really know if, what the answer is. Without turbulence, without conflict, I don't know if we can ever find that diamond because that's what makes diamonds is pressure. Yeah, you're right. And it's been deep. <laughs> you said it. Yes, sir. So if... Uh, someone donated uh, 10 bucks, I think, JJ the King. Shannon, does, does, does Shannon and Gil, does money make you happy with yourself? The tangible product itself doesn't do anything for me. I love money for what it allows me to do. I can do things for my family I can only have dreamed of. My kids, my mom, my sister, my brother, uh, my homeboy, that they need something, I can help. I Honestly, I, I buy very, very little. My agent last year, yeah, there was this car, because I hadn't bought anything for myself in a very, very long time. And this was going to be the last year they were going to make the Challenger in a gas model. They go into the EV model. Mm-hmm. And, I, and I was showing it to my agent, and he's like, get it. I was like, nah, I think I'm okay. He said, nah, get it. He said, you haven't gotten anything. He says, every time I turn around, you're doing stuff for your kids, mm-hmm. doing stuff for your mom, doing stuff for your sister. At what point in time are you going to do something for yourself, Shannon? Mm-hmm. I was like, but it's like, no. He says, you can only save so much and not be happy because all you're doing is saving. He says, what you think is going to happen? We got your trust in us. We got your trust in your state squared away. You think they're going to save this money or they're going to enjoy it? Hmm. Where you're making it, you probably should enjoy some of it yourself while you're here. So, I went and got it. <laughs> and he got it. Like, I went and got it. I like, went and got it. Like, like when people say money don't make you happy, it don't, it, hey, it, this shit don't make me sad. I can tell you that. Uh, nope. Gil, you know what I say, Gil? <laughs> ain't no crying on the yacht. Yeah, ain't no yeah. crying on the yacht, Gil. Hey, when you're 40, and when you're 75, when you're 35,000 feet up in there, <laughs> and, Thank you, ladies and gentlemen. You reached a comfortable cruising altitude of 35,000 feet. Sit back, relax, and enjoy your flight. We got a travel time of four hours and 30 minutes. Oh, I'm pretty, pretty good. I ain't crying. What, what, but for me, it's, 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 what, 
it's, it's what money allows me to do that it puts my mind, it puts my family mind at ease that health care and things of that nature, Gail, things that I worried about as a child, things that my family worried about as when I was a child or having to make ends meet or we got to, you know, we can't pay the phone bill, but we got to pay the light bill. We can't pay the light bill. We got to pay the gas bill. There ain't no more worries. That, and, I, and I tell I say, y'all, and even though I tell my kids I'm, I'm, I'm last option, not first choice. I said, well, you guys should not have anything to worry about. Do what you're supposed to do, and everything's going to take care of itself. My mom, I said, Mom, you, wh- why are you worried? I mean, worried about what? All you got to do is pick up the phone and call my sister. Mm-hmm. I've given her the green light. Whatever you need is done. It's taken care of. My sister, hey, I've given her the green light. Whatever you need, take care of it. Everything is taken care of. My brother, the same thing. Mm-hmm. He going to call, hey, bro, just wait. Bro, you good. So that's that's what the money does for me. I mean, having like to know I got it, and but no, it's what it allows me to do. It's the peace of mind that it gives me, Gil. Because like I say, I ain't really spending no money on me. Mm-hmm. I'm spending money like my family. I want to see them happy because my purpose, I found out my purpose is to work, is to hey. see people, is to see is to see my family and the people that I care about happy. That's that's that's. I I think I think the real, the real, the real thing behind does money make you happy? Are you, are you making the money doing what you're gifted at? Right? Yes. When I'm if I'm doing like when I when I retired and I got all the money in the world, I was not happy. Cause I didn't, I, I, I didn't do what was I'm doing. I don't know who I am. I'm right. not playing. I'm not playing what I know. Since 2018, when I got into podcasting, this is what makes me happy. And if yes. I switch to my the best of my ability, the money's coming. But I'm not doing it for the money. Right. You can get right. ten shows. I can be in here. I sack. I'm happy. Yes. I'm yep. on Sunday. I can't wait till Monday come. Yes. When Monday ain't around yet, come on, Monday. I'm sleeping. Right. I'm gonna go to sleep early so I can wake up on Monday to do to, to, to do what I'm doing. These are the fastest years I've yes. since I played basketball. Yeah, yeah. That's that's your your purpose and my purpose is the same is work. That's our calling. Mm-hmm. That's where we get. That's where we're most at peace. That's where we're most in our element mm-hmm. is to do this. Is to Talk about, like you said, to do what you love and to get paid. I mean, think about it. Most people don't get an opportunity to do what they love. Actually, they're working a job that they don't love. And man, I can't wait, man. I can't. I can't wait till the weekend. (laughs) Bro, it's Monday. You you just came off the weekend. You just came off the weekend. What the hell you mean? You got Tuesday. First of all, you got another six hours in Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday. And you talk about you can't wait till the weekend. But to get up and to do something that you love and to do it for the people that you love and the appreciation that my fans and my subscribers and my listeners, that's what that's what makes it worthwhile. That's that's really what makes it worthwhile. Man, you can see it. I'm not even going to lie. You know, behind the scenes when we talk and I was like, man, listen, all I pay attention to is the greats, why they are great at what they do. Um you know, the the jobs everyone's getting, the the momentum everyone. It's not on accident. Right. 
you know, I, you you love this. I can see it. Yeah. You know what I mean? And that's and that's when when you're when you're doing it at that purpose, you can you can only be great at it. I think the thing is the biggest thing for me also, Gil, is that I saw during the pandemic, hell, I saw him print money. So why is it? Why do I need to be jealous of somebody else because they got a bigger platform? Mm-hmm. Let me work hard and see if I can grow my platform. Hell, they print money. Yep. And because you get some of it, that means it takes from me. We've got to get out of thinking that if somebody gets something, it's coming from me. Facts. No, this is just my opportunity. Mm-hmm. And people like, you know, people don't, I don't think people see the work that goes into something like what we do. Mm-hmm. People just think that we click the button and we just start talking. But there's a lot of work to come up with a format, to come up with a rundown, to mm-hmm. come up the the Obviously, with but when we talk about sports, and I uh, and I think it's the same for yours. People might come for the sports, but they stay for the stories. Yes, sir. Because of the relatability, because you're talking about two guys, and you're talking about myself and just you and uh, Ocho. Um, is that let's see how similar some of the things that they've gone through is what I went through. Because sometimes people think because you got money, it solves all your problems. No, it might give you an opportunity. You're better, better. Sometimes you're better equipped to to get out of situations. It helps you solve them, but it does not absolve you of them. And so for me to do this and the opportunities that I've been afforded uh, to have people to help me get to this point and to push me and to be genuinely happy. Man, that's what it's about. Gil, that's what it's about, really, though, bro. It really is. Like, I just, I love doing the research part of it. I I, I just, you know, just the media itself, right? You know, when people talk about TNT, ESPN, like, people don't realize when when I go on those jobs, I'll call the directors, hey, what is, what can I say? Which words is banned? Which words is illegal? I want to know it all. Like, I, I, I treat it like basketball. When Dwayne Wade told me, say, hey, listen, when you go into your second job, this is what you are good at. Don't go in there as Gilbert Arenas, three-time All-Star, three All-NBA. You go yeah. in there as a beginner. Yes. You yes. learn what the greats know. Pay attention to the greats. They're there for a reason. Yes. You don't know what you don't know. Yep. And that's the mistake that a lot of people make is because just because you're good at something doesn't mean that you'll be good at something else. Mm -hmm. And are you willing to put the time? Are you willing to put the energy in it? Because for me, I worked just as hard at this job as I did football, even though I was better at football because, yeah, God gave me ability to to be able to talk. But there's a difference between just talking when you're in the barbershop and talking with your homeboys Mm -hmm. and talking with a mic and a camera in your face. Yeah. Yeah. It's something entirely different. So, Gil, we got a question. They said, uh, Hold on, let me get this. Gail, Tim Grover talks about how hard how you was one of the hardest workers, such as training. How was a how was a regular day of training with him? It it, it all it all depends. So like when I was with Tim Grover in, in the summer, um, I'll get up about five thirty. So five thirty, take my shower. Even there's still still regimen today. Um, get up five thirty, shower, and then get there. So I'm gonna get there about probably about what. 7.15, 7.30. So I'm on the court about 8 o'clock, 8 to 10, 8 to 11, my first workout. Take about a, 
hour, two hour rest. Then I'm back in the gym around two, two to five. Then I'm going to go eat dinner, maybe depending on if I'm going to go back in probably about six to 10 and then have that final. So I was working, I was trying to do, I was trying to really put in an eight hour shift. Wow. Because that's what, that's what Kobe was doing. That's what Michael Jordan, that's what I heard. You know what I mean? So I'm trying, when I heard um, um, Kobe went to a special ops guy, when I missed those two free throws against LeBron, where's yeah. the ops guy? San Francisco, here I come. Right? Like, I'm the elite is the elite for a reason. Right. And if you only see in what you're seeing around, you can only be this, right? You know, it, the, like, they're all stars in here, you know, but he's a superstar. Right. So I want to do what the superstars do. I went to Grover because. Kobe went to Grover. Jordan went to Grover. Grover, give me, I'm going to give you myself. I'm going to give you my regimen. Is it good enough? Right. Right? You judge me. Is it good enough? So he can say, yeah, well, yeah, Jordan was doing a little bit more. All right, well, what else was he doing? Right? I, I went there to show him my work ethic so he can critique it. Wow. There, there, uh, and this is what I tell guys all the time. There's a price for greatness. And if you're not willing to pay that price, you don't deserve to be great. Facts. There's a price. There, there is a price. There's a selfishness that you must have. There is not one great player that's unselfish. Hmm. You have to be unrelenting. You have to be demanding of your time and give less than a damn about somebody else's. It's got to be. Look at the greats. Mm -hmm. Look at the greats. When you mention Kobe and you look at the uh, you look uh, 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 Mike and you look at Tiger Woods, the greats of the greats. There's a selfishness that is demanded. It's <laughs> mandatory, and people are like, "Oh no, bro, I'm telling you." And what's the first thing they say with a player that's good? Oh, you too selfish. Yeah, because I'm trying to be great. <laughs> yes, yes, it's mandatory. It's mandatory. Like that, that you that you, that you don't. I I can't be willy nilly with my time. That my time is the most important. Time is the number one is the number one currency. Don't mm-hmm. let anybody tell you different Excellent. because it's the one thing that you cannot recapture. If I lose a million dollars, I can go make two million and make it up. Yep. But the one thing I can never get back is time. Ah. It's the number one currency. And, and and then people like, but me and my chat, we good. But, you know, like outside the mother chats, they be like, man, you arrogant. I worked my ass off the beat. <laughs> what, the, what? what? I work eight hours, nine hours. Of you? I'm, yes. Right. I'm number seven. There's six people in front of me. I'm going to watch it. I want to be number five next year. The people behind me, fuck them. <laughs> right? That's not my problem. I, I kick it up. Yes. I yes. work my ass off to be here. I'm going, yes. Yes. Because I know they yes. hey, just like if I score 60 on somebody, I know they come in. Right. I know they come in. When they come, I'm going to be prepared. Like I was yeah. an athlete. I was an athlete. Like I'm going to wear it on my shoulder because I know if I don't, somebody going to wear me on theirs. Yep. You're absolutely I'm right. i be humble. <laughs> no, I, I work too hard. I work too hard to be humble. Well, what the, what the thing is now, Gil, is that we're in a different arena, something that we got a late start. Mm-hmm. See, a lot of people that that that's in this space, they've been doing it a lot longer than you and I have. Mm-hmm. And so in football, you know, hey, 
And it's the one thing that I could do. Hey, I could determine how successful I was going to be. They, they throw me the ball, I catch it, I take off. Mm-hmm. I'm asking someone else to critique me. Let that sink in now. So I got no say. I didn't vote myself number one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nobody else on the list voted me number one. There was a panel that says, you know what? We think this guy, based on what he's done, should be the number one on the list. And that's, boy, that's, 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 that's I'm right. I mean, like I said, and, and the guys that, that's on that list that I have so much, like, I'm, I'm, I'm congratulate all 25 people, but there's something special when you have a relationship or you know the guys that's mm-hmm. on the list. So being around Stephen A for the last four and a half months, to be around Pat McAfee, like I said, I would bump into Ryan Clark, so I kind of knew who he was, but we've gotten a little closer. Uh, and, and to see you and having the conversation that you and I have been talking behind the scenes trying to put, come up with something together, and it's like, man, man, look at us. Man, look at us. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> That's, this isn't our first, cho- this isn't our, isn't our chosen profession. Nope. Let that sink in. You didn't go to school for this? No. You didn't go to school for this? <laughs> to be to be an athlete and to just and to change over you see i had a professor uh, uh, a professor once told me he said son those that can do those that can't teach or talk about it he says you able to do now i can no longer do i have to talk about it mm-hmm. and to be able to talk about it and because I put so much time, I put so much energy into being great at this, like I was football. It's it's everything. Oh, it's everything. Transferring the transferring your work ethic Tra- over transfer to- the energy to something else. And that's why I think the athletes are are moving faster because we have we have the foundation of a work ethic, right? And yes. all we do is just have to take it. Take the work ethic part, even though we don't know what we're doing, and just put the work ethic on learning the information, understanding like why this person is good. Like I watch yes. I, I got a TV here, 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 one right here, <laughs> back there. I got a jumbo tron up there that got four TVs. I have everything going moving at one time. Right. I'm just absorbing information styles. Like there's no re- when you when you when you launch the nightcap, there's a, there's no there's no surprise. It's successful. It's you. You right. put the time into doing it. People mm-hmm. are people successful. People are successful for a reason. All the time, right? Because when it when they're doing it, they put their passion and their love into it. Yes, that's what you have to do. And when you love something, you work for it. Mm-hmm. You work at it. Mm-hmm. Gil, someone asked, like, what were some of your favorite memories from the All-Star game? They asked me what was some of my favorite memory from the Pro Bowl. Well, the Pro Bowl is different than the All-Star game. There's, See, when I went to the Pro Bowl, Gil, mm-hmm. they actually tackled. <laughs> they actually, it, it, wasn't, it wasn't this two-hand touch stuff that they did away with. It, it, it got so bad that, like, you know, like, tackle football is like tackle football. You really not need to put somebody on the ground. Mm-hmm. And so, but it was just the fact of going over there seeing a lot of the people that I had when I was in high school watching, seeing the Jerry Rice's being over there and rest is so uh, uh, Reggie White and a lot of the guys. And 
and, and, and meeting a Deion Sanders and some of the all-time great players for the very first time. But to go to the to make the Pro Bowl, me and my brother, we made it. We went 92 and 93. Um, we were both starters in 93. And uh and to, that was probably that was probably my fondest making it for the very first time in 92, but to go in 93 and he and I were both starters, mm-hmm. that's 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 my crown, that's my crowning achievement for the uh, the Pro Bowl. Yeah, I, I mean when you're when you're selected one of the 24, 12 in the East, right? Um, you're recognized for your 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 talent. I mean, I was ex- I was excited. You know, I'm I'm I know there's a video out there like, yo, we get to keep the robe. Like, you know, it's like you're getting to see all the stars, all the elite in the same building at one time, right? You got the Shaquille, the Iverson, the Kobe's, the the Yao Ming's, LeBron, yes. Dwayne. You know, I made my first All Star with Dwayne Wade, LeBron, and Bosh. Wow. Right, and I I have a big old painting on it, and I have everybody's signature on it. Um, because I never knew if I was going to make it back again, but this was going to be a memory that you couldn't take from me. Like right. I was like a little kid, I didn't even have to play in the game. <laughs> just my name being called as an all-star was everything because I remember Magic Johnson when, you know, uh, he got diagnosed and that that all-star game. 92 in Orlando. That was, and Orlando was my favorite team. That was, that was, <laughs> that was my, my, my biggest memory for all-star, just the whole atmosphere. So being selected to it, it just put me part of that crew. Wow. Uh, Brandon, can you do us a favor? Can you stop spamming cash out? Stop begging people for money because ain't nobody giving your damn broke ass no money, Brandon. Because every time Ash puts you in timeout, you pop up in another Brandon. So you ain't getting no money. Nobody giving your broke ass any money. So get out of here, okay? <laughs> hey, is that from your chat or mine? Um, I, I think it's mine. <laughs> it's from our chat, right? Yeah, it's from my chat, Gil. So Brandon, get your broke ass out of here. Go get a job. Damn, Brandon. Now you got to change the name <laughs> to B. Wood. <laughs> Damn. You well, should have named my ex. That might be my ex in there begging for money. <laughs> <laughs> nah, nah, nah. I don't, I, don't, I, don't, I don't think it's one of your exes, girl. I don't, I don't think I, I don't think she's shooting that bad right now. Uh, <laughs> shit, you don't know my exes then, huh? <laughs> <laughs> Make sure you hit that like button. Make sure you hit that subscribe button for uh, Nightcap. This is a very special basketball edition with Gilbert Arenas. Gil, you can tell him to uh, click yours, hit your like button, hit your subscribe button. It's Gil Arenas. Arenas, right? Yeah, oh yeah. Gil, uh, Gil's Arena. Um, I, I, if, if my chat, my chat can see me on this side. What's happening, chat? Yeah. Thank y'all for showing up. I appreciate it. You know, hit the like, the subscribe. You know, when we get to uh, 430,000, I'm giving out 5,000 tomorrow. So uh, hopefully y'all, we don't get there so I can save my goddamn money. But if y'all get me there, goddamn it. Get him there. Get him there. Let him spend the money. Let's be cheap. Hey, 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 I love throwing the money. I'm not getting it. Not give me me the 430 and, and, and they don't give me that. Cool. I can put it back in my pocket. Now, now they they go they go get you there. They go get you there. Thank you for tuning in tonight, ladies and gentlemen, for a very special edition of Nightcap. We did a great collab, myself and Gilbert Arenas. Ocho, I'll see you tomorrow. I'll Thank you for joining us. I'm your favorite sports hunk, Shannon Sharp. He's your favorite number zero, Agent Zero, Gilbert Arenas. Good night, everybody. Good night.
If you love sports and true crime, then there's a new podcast from executive producer Dan Patrick and hosted by me, Jay Harris, that you won't want to miss. Playing Dirty Sports Scandals. Each week, I'm squeezing the juiciest details from some of the biggest sports scandals ever. I'm talking Marcus Dixon, Olympic gymnastics, Kane Velasquez, salacious Super Bowl-level scandals. Join me on the dark side of sports by listening to Playing Dirty Sports Scandals on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. What's up, everybody? This is Stephen A. Smith, host of the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast. Tune in every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday at the very least as I bring you all new episodes that feature the biggest headlines in the world of sports, pop culture, business, and I answer your phone calls and respond to your tweets. You'll hear my unfiltered opinions and straight-shooter interviews with top celebrities and game changers. All that and more. So listen to the Stephen A. Smith Show podcast on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcast. I'm Hannah Storm, and my new podcast, NBA DNA with Hannah Storm, chronicles my six decades in professional basketball. From growing up in the sport to becoming one of sports TV's first female broadcasters. Join me as I dig deep into the game's history, unearth some wild stories, and talk to my friends from the world of basketball, from Dr. J to Charles Barkley. It's been a wild ride, and now I get to take you with me. Listen to NBA DNA with Hannah Storm on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. 